Welcome to video game bullshit. Jeffrey Wittenhagen. I run Hagen'sAlley.wordpress.com. I'm also the Subcon 3 on forums like Nintendo Age and Club. Um, I'm, a, I'm a double award-winning published author um, for Hidden Treasures, a book that's on sale at Lulu.com. It's also on the right side of the page that you're probably listening to the podcast on right now. You can help support us. Instead of like every other podcast where they want you to give money to keep their podcast going, all you got to do is support by actually buying the gaming book, and a little bit of that money will go toward the podcast. Um, and I've also written towards a few different gaming publications, such as Nintendo Force, Pixel Nation, and Retro Gaming Times Monthly. And we've got Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm big into uh, No Death Runs, High Score Runs, uh, collector of all things vintage and retro, uh, pretty much anything video game related. Also collect figures, vinyl, VHS, tap handles, old beer signs, and old beer steins. And we've got Kevin. Greetings, gamers. Kevin here, aka KWK. You can see my site on kwkbox.com, and also visit my channel kwkbox on YouTube at any time for support. We do lots of let's plays and have videos of all of us in different forms. So if you want to add a voice to a face, my channel is the place to be. What a rush. What a booger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so today's topics are going to be complaining about what? <laughs> Is it a rant day or what? What are you, what are you oh, feeling? Oh, yeah, what are we I, doing? I, I, feeling the rants, like, Kevin? It, it seems like Kevin's feeling the rants. <laughs> well, no, you guys are just fueling my fire complaining about that McFoley guy, because I remember him pretty well, and I was like, man, I didn't think that guy would be a dick in person. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I guess we got to backtrack here, so... Um, we were all talking about how, like, when you meet somebody and you think they're awesome and then they're a total douche in real life, how it, like, mm -hmm. tarnishes the whole situation. It tarnishes their legacy. Like, we used to watch Mick Foley, which, you know, the WWF hardcore wrestler. We used to watch, like, his Japanese stuff, his death matches. We watched everything. And then mm -hmm. we went to, like, a, a, a book signing. And I even brought the Japanese VHS of his death match with Terry Funk with us. He acted like he didn't give a shit about that. He um <laughs> he he went to Kyle and asked Kyle if he even opened his did you just buy that book? Yeah, cuz <laughs> so I take care of it so well cuz I'm like mint master. Yeah. And he was just like being a turd. And I don't know if he was having a bad day or what, but he's now tarnished in our world and we really have we even really watched him that much after that Not like too a match here or there. Yeah, not too much. I just almost wish that day never happened. I really do. 
Because yeah. we were in such, it was so great until then. Because it was your own, you know, uh, conceived idea of who that person really is, which is kind of like a movie when they show who's under the mask. It's like when yeah. they do, when they don't show you what he looks like. It's your own. It's it's in your mind, and it makes it that much scarier. You know, so it's kind of <laughs> exactly. like a good an analogy for that. But well, I can I can totally relate because I remember when I met Santa Claus at the mall, and what I saw him in the movie was just two different things. The guy reeked of alcohol, didn't <laughs> even know my name or what I wanted for Christmas. It just kind of scared me for life. Dude, don't get on that guy's laugh, Jesus Christ! Dude, that's exactly how I thought he was. So I don't... <laughs> Hell yeah! I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should become Santa, and then he will be. Damn Disney version of Santa skew, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's amazing. <laughs> well, you know, if you mix up the letters in Santa, you get Satan. That is true, <laughs> and he wears red. So, all just keeps piecing together there. Yeah, but we can reassure all our listeners out there that if you meet us, it ain't going to be too much different than this, I would assume. Yeah, and what happens to those naughty kids is what I wonder. <laughs> oh, man, it's a whole lot of uh, Kingsford in your shoe, I believe. <laughs> Bananan style. Yeah. <laughs> Put, he, he puts them to work in a shop. Ah. So they're really not elves. They're all bad kids that like work in a shop. Or kids that he stole like Mananan did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mananan's a little circle of treats. <laughs> Maybe Mananan is Santa. Hey. <laughs> does look like him. Santa Nanan. It works. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, so uh, yesterday on Nintendo Age, there was a thread, and I was going to read it to Kevin so he could have something to, to bitch about. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fuel fire. I'm in the mood for complaining today. But, but, they, but the uh, the original uh, thread creator deleted it, which fucking pisses me off when they do that. Because it was oh. called, because here was the topic, YouTubers and Patreon. Okay. Patreon is that donation website. And basically yeah. what, what he was saying is, is, I'm tired of these fucking YouTubers constantly e-begging on Patreon, they're all trying to nickel and dime everybody and <laughs> trying to get us all for every little penny that we possibly can for them to not work a job and just sit there and make YouTube fucking videos all day. And that's what that was wow. basically it. <laughs> well, obviously, this guy's never made a video in his life because he had realized, I mean, I do it as a hobby for the channel. And yeah, yeah that'd be great if it actually made income. But I'd. Doubt I'll see that anytime soon, but regardless, it still takes a lot of manpower and time. Even this podcast here, I mean, we can all relate. There's a lot of work in this, and this is just audio. Imagine adding video editing on top of that. The time alone is, I mean, it is a full-time job, depending on how many videos a person's cranking out. Me, I just have the personal goal of at least one new video a week, and that takes at least the manpower of, you're talking four to six hours of editing for a small video that's 15 to 20 minutes, because you have to sync different audios, and depending on your recording, maybe gameplay and other stuff, it's, it's a lot of factors people don't realize or give the time to, so, I mean, that was just an ignorant post, but I can understand where you probably got it from because in my opinion i'm a creator and i go to other channels that i enjoy and now i am not just a viewer because i'm a fellow creator i look at things a little bit different when i watch a video so well it wasn't it wasn't the mentality behind like the yeah. cost of it it was the fact that they're making these videos e-begging and begging people to uh donate to them when they're getting you know ads oh, and things you even know though what? Even though the ads don't pay out as much as they used to, that's what he was bitching about. Um, I understand I it. I don't give a shit. Like I, I said in the thread, I was like, "Yeah, I don't care, man. It's cool." Um, yeah, it's just like guys, thumbs down that video then and call it a day. Yeah, because <laughs> certain guys like GameSack, for example, they got one on there. 
They don't yeah. beg about they it. Never it's like it's, they it's never like ask. It's like a quote-unquote like a tip jar. Yeah. That's what one guy mentioned. And that is completely fucking cool. Because you know what? Yeah. If I like this shit, I'll tip them. Give them a buck oh, or definitely. something. It's not definitely. a big deal. No, I agree with that. Like, they should have the icon on their YouTube or maybe their website. But uh-huh. I th- I can see where he's going like uh, that. Um, yeah. I think it was like Metal Jesus. He's like, everybody give me a million dollars so I can drive around in an RV and I might swing by if you give me enough money. You know what one guy area. called it? One guy <laughs> one guy actually mentioned that in the post and he said, he said, what it pissed me off was the GoFundMe bullshit that Metal Jesus did where they yeah. wanted $50,000 to go on a road trip, go to your area and buy up all my games. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Paying somebody to come by and punch me in the stomach ain't exactly something I'm afraid of. <laughs> you know, that's what he did. Yeah. It was just, that was just stupid what he did. I'm sorry. The, the funny thing was, though, is that, like, if you go back and if he would have actually explained himself correctly, Mel Jesus, he had a good yeah. reason behind oh, yeah. it all. But how it came across was exactly like that, and he didn't yeah. mean for it to. And just just the video that he did was just not done well. Because oh, no, it was all in the presentation. Think of it this way. If I came by and I wanted to give you, like, a nice uh, steak dinner, but I gave it to you on a garbage can lid, <laughs> I mean, you ain't going to eat it then. <laughs> and that's kind of what he did. He just brought it like crap. Right. <laughs> Kevin, it's all about the presentation. Kevin's yeah. presentation is so eloquently done today. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, because I was reading that yesterday. I didn't even think about writing it down for the podcast, so that was a, that was a classic. <laughs> yeah. So, um... There was a bunch of fucking news this week. Do you want to do some news, or do you want to go over the game we are we are playing this week? Um, well, let's start with the news. It's always good to start with the news. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, one thing that we didn't talk about. Um, there's a game called Ukulele that's in Kickstarter, and it's at two point five million dollars. We completely wow. overlooked it with all this Castlevania insanity yeah. that's been going on. It came out like a week or two before the Castlevania one. It is made by and the spiritual successor to the Banjo-Kazooie series. That's right. That's yeah. right. I knew I saw a video on it and I forgot all about it because of the Castlevania stuff. Yeah, and it's basically like the creators from like Rare that were involved with making Banjo-Kazooie. I, I don't know how many of aren't, them. Aren't you like a bat and an iguana or something? Something like that. Like they're little okay. cartoony like... Could yeah. be a mascot back in the '90s type of character. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. it looks cool, but the only reason why I didn't back it is because they didn't have a reasonable physical copy. Like if they would have oh, had a didn't? physical copy around sixty bucks or hundred, even under a hundred bucks for like a, a CIB or something, I would have done it. But they didn't really have any physical copy. It might have been like PC only or something. But it shows right on there that they're doing Xbox 360 and PS4 and Wii U and all that stuff. So I'm like, if they had the opportunity to have a console game, I would back it. But it's just like, all right, so I'm going to get it because it'll probably be download only on those on those systems. I agree. So I'll just buy it and support them later. But to get me to back that Kickstarter, I want. A treat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's why I bet Kickstarters is for the treats, for the little Kickstarter you. exclusives or, you know, to get early access to the, the physical copy or, you know what I mean? But um, the game itself, it looks exactly like the collect-a-thon um, that is Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tootie. 
Um, probably could be they could probably change the characters to Banjo and it would be the same game pretty much, just upgraded. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they do it right and it's not like what was it, nuts and bolts on the 360? It was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I tried playing it and it's like Banjo Kazooie, but they want you to create a freaking cart or some shit. Yeah, they didn't stick to the same formula as the successful yeah. ones, and that's when you usually jack up a series. Mistake number one. Exactly. Yep. Like, like it ain't broke, don't fix it, buddy. I, I can understand innovating a series, but when you take it too far in the, into a different direction, a majority of the time, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that's why we always mention all the different game series that have strayed too far with their second games. Um, perfect examples are, you know, Castlevania, Zelda, the second game strayed to a different type of game, and they're usually the least favorite of that series, even if they're a great game. And the one that I think of in relation to Banjo-Kazooie is Donkey Kong 64. Oh, absolutely. It's the same platform. Same yeah. idea, but we love Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. So it's like, where? But of course, the, the 3D thing was hitting, and it was hot, and... They just wanted to see where that could go in the Donkey Kong universe. So mm-hmm. there's two sides to look at it, but everyone well, wanted it to basically be like a more beautiful version of Donkey Kong of Country. Donkey Kong Country. At yeah. least they didn't call it Donkey Kong Country 64. Yes, at least they yeah. didn't do that. <laughs> that, that. The glass half full look is always great. Oh, <laughs> <go>. Lord. <laughs> it, it could be worse. It people. could be way worse. They could have added one word to the title. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do we have in the news today? Uh, um, so, a little bit of follow-up from last week's news. The Nintendo World Championships, um, they revealed that it's only going to be in eight locations across the country. Wow. Yeah, just eight. There's well, I guess we're not going to locations that in Japan. There's one in um, <laughs> Chicago. Is it Bolingbrook, Illinois? It's right by I your foot. Schaumburg. Schaumburg. Yeah, Schaumburg. it's right there. Medieval Times. Yeah. There you go. Might as well stop by Medieval Times and pay a hundred bucks. Now, ah, <laughs> 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 little Kevin, starred for life. Reference <laughs> to the old episodes. That's treats. right. That's treats, right. Treats. Now, the the big joke going around online is this is the World Championships, but it's only in eight cities in the U.S. Man. <laughs> And then today they revealed even more, uh-huh. and it's only going to be open to 750 people per location. You have wow. to you have to register. Uh, you have to pull an application offline and oh, show up at 9 a.m. to you know to get in line basically to play. And there's going to be a giant line. Um, so if you're going to go, Kevin, either get there early if you want to play, or just go there. And film the insanity. I would film the you, insanity. Uh, it's probably going to be hit or miss either way. I'll probably try to swing a field trip video if I can. But um, yeah. did you was the online application? Was it online for the applications, or was an application there you get? Or I, apparently, there's a website you go to. There's I, an I application you you download and print off and take oh, it with you to off? the store. Yeah, you take it to the store and basically first come first serve for the game. Oh wow! So, so people are going to have tents like a week ahead of time. There's probably like people that are going to fly buy, in. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because it's so limited and it's so and it's Nintendo, people probably will fly in and camp out. Yeah, that's going to be pretty sick. I think I'll just be videotaping the madness and mocking people for exactly. being that crazy. <laughs> oh, and um, remember when I mentioned the game selection? I said, well, if Nintendo's a bunch of lazy bastards, 
They're going to use yep. the NES Remix game on the Wii U. They're mm-hmm. using the NES Remix game on the Wii U. <laughs> nice. Nice. The real when question I'm, is, what does Fred Savage think about all this? See, I, I think it's funny. You, you mentioned Let Fred Savage. Somebody not? else mentioned Fred Savage. But if anybody ever watched The Wizard, Fred Savage isn't The Wizard. It's his little brother. I know. Yeah, he's like in, in a wheelchair like a problem. or something like that. He either. wasn't in a wheelchair, though. <laughs> Why do I think that? All people with mental disabilities. And he got double dragon school one million in like two minutes. Oh, like, well, what's like wrong with him? Something's wrong. He has like asthma or something? Or what's wrong? He probably has Asperger's uh, or something. Can- yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I think but how do you right, know something's something wrong with him? Because he's just he's just antisocial is all he is. He's a quiet kid. He's kind of like Mikey. And and he keeps and he keeps saying California. Yeah, the only word he knows is the state of California, (laughs) and he didn't even live there. (laughs) Yeah, Mikey and Goonies is way cooler though. He has like the asthma thing. Like (laughs) that's more relatable. So um yeah, one of the um one of the things that people (laughs) are thinking, one of the theories, Kyle, behind the Nintendo World Championships, Uh um. In the original Wizard, they revealed Super Mario Brothers three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a big that was a big deal. Um, right. Now Miyamoto has said multiple times that there may be a Mario Galaxy. Um, the original Wizard, they revealed Super Mario Brothers three. Well, one of the yeah. theories out there is that um, because Miyamoto has said multiple times that the Mario Galaxy series um, is going to continue on the Wii U. That this could be the reveal for Super Mario Galaxy Three. It's like mm, a complete it should parallel. Be. It's a parallel. So I think if they do be. that, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that you would know be. You know what? Need to do great. I'm sorry, Mar- Mario Galaxy was okay, but you I'm are. sick and tired of that theme. I liked how all the Mario's were like a different theme. <laughs> are they going to keep sticking to Galaxy? How many I mean, galaxies do we have? One and uh, two? I thought they did two. it to death something. They already did two of them. Are they on different, different systems? I don't keep no. up with No, they're, no. Both on they're both no, on ba- Wii. Basically, oh, how it worked was is that um, Mario Galaxy 2 is basically like an expansion pack. It just They did yeah. a lot fucking more with it than they did in the first one, and it ended up being a better game. Yep. Definitely. But, I always um, thought it'd uh, be cool if they'd do like a time travel game for Mario, so you'd play like through the original and then the second one and have to warp between or something. Yeah. Something different. Well, the thing that everybody's really wanting, though, is uh, Mario Sunshine 2. They're like, well, if they're going to do that, why don't they do Mario Sunshine 2? Really? I thought a lot of people hate that one. Personally, I liked yeah. it, but I always read online, people are complaining about that game. No, I thought it sounded like wussy, but it's probably, yeah. I'm sure it's cool because every Mario game's cool. It's just well, no, a little annoying with that stupid water tank talking to you every five minutes. No, the the thing is, is that Mario Ga- Mario Sunshine is the classic. When it came out, just like the Wind Waker, when it came out, people bitched about it. And Majora's Mask. When it came out, people bitched about it. And mm. now that it's nostalgia time, everybody's like, oh, I love that game. Yeah. Like, because uh, they grew up with Mario Sunshine. Like, it's it's a classic. And it's not, not that bad of a game. Um, <laughs> yeah. I hate I the other one worse. It's what was the other one? Um, Majora's Mask, I hate that one. Yeah. Worse. I, really? I actually I didn't, didn't mind that one. Again, it it's the Manana shit. Wait a second, guys. Wait a second, give you guys a time limit Hold on, on something. How'd you play Street Fighter? <laughs> so, so Kevin says he likes it, yet he only likes linear games. And this is the most, the least linear... <laughs> 
Zelda. I said there. most of the there. time I like linear games. I said there are exceptions to RPGs. Oh, a, Jesus. A linear RPG defeats the purpose of an RPG. I'm sorry. Kevin I like only linear likes. Doom. Linear platformers, not RPGs. Speaking of platformers, uh. are there any good ones for 64? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, like so a, you have one a 2D shmup, platformer? One shmup, and that's... No, not 3D. I'm talking like side scroller. That's why it's a 2D platformer. Like awesome. You want shmups? Play your Sega Saturn. You only have one, and that's Star <laughs> Soldier. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Um, I don't know what's. I can't remember the whole name of it on 64. Star, Star, but. Yeah, but Star Soldier, Vanishing Earth, I think it is. Yeah, Maybe. but that's the only shmup because like Star Fox mm-hmm. is like more of like a Star Wars like 3D. It's a arcade. rail fighter kind and, of. Yeah. And, and Sin and Punishment's a 3D um, rail based. Now, yeah. like, what kind of, like, side-scroller, you know, like, Jaguar has, mm-hmm. um, it has Bubsy, which is horrible. Well, what's the other game that's worth a ton that's, I like, the be- one of the best side-scrollers that, what is it? Rayman. Yeah, Rayman. Does it have any, like, of those on 64, like, at all? The only oh, one that I could, the only one I Yoshi can think one. of is, besides for, actually, yeah, Yoshi Story is 2D, um, but the one I, but that one's kind of still 3D. Um, the one I'm thinking yeah. of though is it's called Mischief Makers, and and it's a little okay. bit of like a almost looks like clay. It's like greenish, like the the theme of the first level. There's a lot of green in it. Um, I think the character has green hair, even some chick, like a little mech suit looking or armor looking thing. I I haven't really even played it. I could be wrong. It could be completely 3D, but from what I remember, I thought it was. A pretty shitty controlled 2D platformer. Yeah, another crappy 2D platformer is Batman Beyond in N64. I remember that one. Yeah. Man, so, and they have, like, no good RPGs. You have Quest 64. So 64 <laughs> has no good shmups. No good RPGs. No good platformers and no good RPGs. Well, Zeldas are considered RPGs, I'd think. Uh, no, that's, no. like, more of an action, action RPGs. Action R- Well, it's still in the Turn-based. Genre, we mean, turn-based. Say. Like, turn-based. Yeah. Battle system. Ar- oh, well, when we're talking about RPGs. What about Ogre Battle? And... Isn't that kind of like that? I don't mm. know. Is it? It's tactical. Ogre Battle? Ogre Battle's tactical game. Okay, okay, that's like tactics, strategy, yeah. like real time strategy, strat, strat RPG. Yeah, because yeah, what yeah, Kyle strat. means when he says RPG, he means JRPG, Japanese uh, RPG, super, like equip yeah. your guys. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I wasn't yeah. thinking that way when you're saying RPG. It's so general nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when I was um, I remember when I was deployed. I went into a big thing with one of the guy, one of one of my coworkers, and he was saying how Zelda is an RPG series, and. Basically, we just had to make the distinction that we had to break out the RPG genre from RPGs as everything, including action RPGs and everything. But JRPG is turn-based. And action RPGs, you actually can control and attack with a swing. So some of the later Final Fantasies are actually more action RPG-ish. Like Crystallis style and stuff like that, where you actually have an attack. Yeah, Chris Chris Dallas so. is fucking awesome, by the way. But oh, amazing! So, so for N sixty four, you have first person shooters. You have a few yeah, real time strategy games. You have, your, you have well, yeah, first person shooters. But you have your three D type games. What other? No, type we're games talking are there? about the, the the lacking of the different genres on yeah. the sixty four. Yeah, like what do you have? So you, you have, have a lot of racing um, games on the sixty four. Racing, that were cruising racing. And stuff, right? You have you have racing. You have sports games. Wrestling, and you have 3D. wrestling was really big on N64. Yeah. Big, big time. 
all that the 3D three, stuff. You all know. the 3D platformers and adventure yeah. games. Um, Collectathon games like Banjo Kazooie. Yes, which and is Mario a 3D. 64. Which is like your yep. 3D Mario 64 clones, I call them. Yep. Yeah, basically like Don, the Don 3D platformers too. Instead of like making it because 3D was such a pain in the ass to control correctly, yeah. instead of making it more of like a platformer like we like with our 2D platformers, that's when they focused on the collectathon bullshit. That's when it became really popular because they had to compensate for for the least the less challenging aspects of the the platforming. You know what I mean? And also like, with the collectathons, it was easier for the programmers because they're limited with that cartridge. They only had so mm-hmm. much space. With a collectathon, like Mario, you get the six stars in one world. Well, guess what? You're using the same world over six times and getting like six uses out of it so you yep. can reuse the area more and more. They were so limited into space at that time, but let's look yeah. at let's look at Neo Geo. How much <laughs> do they cram in a fucking cart? From the very beginning, it was it was very small, and then at the very end, it was this huge amount, which is you know like the exponential nature of the universe. Yeah, just yeah. how it works. It's a nature. It's a well. It's that's a because law of physics. SN, that's because SNK is smart, and they stayed with sprites and artwork, and that's why it ages beautifully now, and that's why they cram a bunch of shit because basically you're seeing yeah, it's like a classic like view. Pseudo it, you know what I mean? sixteen, but you're seeing like sixteen bit on a thirty-two bit console. But they can make uh-huh. gigantic fucking games. It's amazing. Right. And so that shows if they would have programmed for 64 and GameCube, both of those are completely underutilized, like con- like programming-wise. I think mm-hmm. if they would have programmed for those a little bit more and for a few more years, you could have seen some super masterpieces. <laughs> you know what's ironic a, about GameCube? I never really though, thought Cal? about it until now, but I think that's true. What's that? <laughs> the irony of the GameCube is they had the stigma of the 64, where in 64 they pissed off all the um, the third-party publishers because they still stayed with cartridge when everybody wanted to expand the discs to have bigger games. So this, the GameCube was the most powerful system of that generation. It was more powerful than the PS2. It was more powerful than the Xbox. But nobody yep. was publishing on it because they were still pissed off at Nintendo for all of the ways that they've been handling shit. Um, so they had that stigma. So they, they got back, you know, um, Square making a couple Final Fantasy games. They made, what, Crystal Chronicles on it, I think it was. Um, and they started to build back relationships. But to me, it was like too little too late. Yeah. I mean, at yeah. least with the GameCube, exactly. you got some shoot-em-ups with Chaos Field and Ikaruga and stuff. Um, More shmups, and, though. I mean, you know, I yeah. mean, that's what, it's the same, it's kind of like a, a bigger version of the 64. You had like all these shmups. <laughs> and uh, yeah. good but, variety, but um, I don't know. It's just it, I feel like those two systems could have had th- the potential yeah. because even you even needed like a like an expansion pack for sixty four two, which what Kevin was saying, like which yeah. shows how like limited at that point they just couldn't figure it out. You know, it's yeah, weird. for Perfect Dark and uh, what's the other one that Star Wars Donkey Kong sixty four actually? Oh, that one too. Yeah, Rogue Squ- yeah. Rogue Squadron too. Yeah, I think it was a Star Wars one. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't there know any other ones. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's yep. more. Fun. It's just funny. It's like, hey, buy my system, and uh, we didn't plan very well, so buy an add-on, so then it works for all the library. <laughs> it's that's def- kind of yeah. BS. It's, it's bad business. It's yeah, like that's very bad. It's like changing the price of something you're, you're offering after they've agreed. Yeah. Because, because okay, so I just paid, so I should be able to play every game in the library. No, sorry, you can't. 
Yeah, right. I think they should have mailed out those expansion packs to everybody and said sorry. Yeah, like the like the car recalls. Yep. I'm trying to think like how I got my <laughs> expansion pack because I think it came with a game. I think. Yeah, I got mine with a game. Mine was I didn't, for Donkey Kong 64. I think Kong it was 64. Perfect Dark actually. Yeah, mine might have been Perfect Dark because I didn't have Donkey yeah. Kong 64 till later. Well, yeah, me, I didn't have it either. Me getting Donkey Kong 64 was a huge mistake and a waste of money because I wish I would have <laughs> got Perfect Dark. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't play it at all. I played it for like 15 minutes and was like, I just at that time, it just wasn't what I was wanting to play. Actually, after I got Mario 64 and I beat it, I was like done with all those games because none of them were as good as that one. So I play them a little bit. I'm like, no, I'll just go back to GoldenEye. I suck at those <laughs> games. That's my thing. Like Mario yeah. 64 is like, you watch me play that sober, it's yeah. like a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm well, terrible. I know what I'm recording next week. Yeah, like <laughs> when, when he's flying, you know how you can fly at this one point yeah. or whatever? I, I like over push everything and I can't even get him to like go straight. Like he's just going up and down. You you should have me play that because yeah, be for funny. some reason that's like my Achilles heel game. It's his like a game that I just suck balls at, like no matter what how much I try, like that I still is haven't Mario. broken that. We can still smoke that Ninja is. Gaiden, so yeah, oh fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> have him have him play Mario Kart Wii with the the Wiimote to steer. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that kind of so the same terrible. thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had me, we had me, Kyle, and Andrea fucking playing that shit, and we were all like running into walls, like all three of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it sensitive when you use the motion stuff. I always over like because I'm so used to crushing the NES controller. Yeah, like, when I'm playing, my hands are like it's just like super. You know, the whole time I'm just like extreme. That's well, the, the, the irony life. with with that game, though, Kyle, as I found out, is that we were all using motion plus plus controllers on the Wii, and you're supposed to use the original Wii motes on Mario Kart Wii because the motion plus oh, one's wow. actually <laughs> over. So we were really like sensitive. It was really bad. That's hilarious. Like train wreck. Wow, I didn't time. even know that. It's like the worst thing that you I didn't know that till till I was like, man, why the hell are we sucking at this? So I started looking it up, and somebody was saying that they use the motion pluses, and we even had like Chinese motion pluses or something like cheap ones. So it was even worse. <laughs> yeah, because someone someone would figure it out, and it wouldn't be me. Uh-huh. And and that's nope. the other proof of like it's not in my house, so like I can never get really good at it. Like yeah. that's the other thing. Like that's where people they bring uh, they like try to play games, and I think they take advantage of people because it's like how am I supposed to be good? Like I don't even know. Like yeah, especially when I'm it. used to like two. I mean, I'm used to like Atari twenty six hundred, ColecoVision, NES, like NES. two or three buttons. Stu gives me like. Just saying, like, hypothetically, like, a, a GameCube controller and expects me to know, like, <laughs> every little button. I'm like, what? Like, oh, okay. Come on, Grandpa. All yeah. I two buttons. <laughs> it's just crazy. And oh, it kind of shows, yeah, like, it's... the new generation, too. They're just up with but it. But the, the funny thing is, you give them all these buttons, and I still say the NES library is way more difficult than any of the games with those more buttons. Oh, <laughs> and it's difficult for a lot of different reasons. It's difficult because yeah, of bad pro- programming. The yeah, but if for you to overcome that bad of programming and still beat a game is more braggable than a game that's saving every two seconds, and then you get to retry it with um, infinite lives all the time. Well, and what what just blew my mind was this: the colossal library of the NES. Like, even yeah. it still does. When I was a kid, it was just like Jesus. Like, and it's kind of like when you when you go to a flea market or something, you find an NES game, and for a, like a long time, I would find one that I'd never seen before. 
Oh yeah, and that's that's what was mm-hmm. so cool about it because usually unlicensed. <laughs> because when it's it's not like I don't know when I find um, Super Nintendo even it's like more always the same deal. But yeah. NES there was always some random outlier. I think because Super Nintendo too they had a lot of those sports games and just a lot of stuff is like eh. Like, I don't know. But it still had a big library. Super Nintendo's about 700, I think, at least. Yeah, it does a lot to it. You know what, Kyle? I would say the next system that's going to feel like that for me, and maybe even for you, is the PlayStation 2. Because there was like five or... There was like maybe over a thousand games or more released. And I constantly will see shit that looks cool as fuck from the box art that I'd never even heard of. Yeah, and PlayStation 2 is a whole nother beautiful thing, like... That I think I was thinking the like that's probably I have that feeling more for PlayStation One. That thing had an insane amount of library of like any bozo could yeah. make a game. That's the beauty of it. PlayStation <laughs> Two it, is backwards compatible. And the issue yeah. with PlayStation that's what makes One PS2 though is that amazing. the PS One also was heavily relying on the three D graphics and it looks like shit now. Because a lot of developers have all the jaggy, blocky three D garbage. Or the yeah, I actually try to look certain... for 2D games on PlayStation, though yeah. they usually look pretty good if you can find them. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, any game from those generations that they try to take an artsy perspective, it holds up really well. Yeah. A perfect example is Einhander on the PS1. It has some 3D aspects, but they took an art perspective to it, and it looks awesome. Yeah, it ages better. Yes, and it, it, it still looks great to this day. And, and so anything that they took like an artsy perspective, it tends to hold up a lot better than some of the uh, the freaking garbage. Bubsy 3D. Yes. <laughs> well, and the the whole the whole thing is okay. So the PlayStation Two can play all those games for the most yeah. part. I don't, I don't know if there's like one or two that it can't. There's usually some problem. Maybe like game. a light gun game or something. Some like problem the game. There's always some. Yeah. Like, I don't know though. But and then it has the SNK collection. Yeah, uh-huh. which is like nothing. You probably have fifteen or twenty bucks for a brand new one, and that plays like a ton of Neo Geo games. So you essentially have a Neo Geo there, and then you have all the old arcade collections, the Taito collections, you know, Midway. Midway, all yeah. that. There's a bunch of them, and I and I the pinball collections, my, the pinball collections, the Gottlieb and, then, and the Williams collections, uh, Capcom classics, yeah, Capcom and, classics, and then all the games. That yeah, are PS2 games, so that's where I think to me PS2 is like the Titan because you and basically the library. and 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 there's a Genesis collection too. Yes, and the graphics yeah. got a little bit better, so there it's very t- it's a lot more tolerable nowadays when you're viewing it on a, on the screen. It's, it doesn't it's smoother, that, it's yeah, not as squared off and shit. Just enough too. I mean, because now now the games look freaking ridiculous but right there it was still it's still good vice city is a good example because all it, it really holds up like the car models and just the yeah. way that you move and stuff it it still holds up to this day i, I think yeah. the lowest system i can tolerate that 3d crap is probably dreamcast anything pre-dreamcast is pretty rough dreamcast huh like the virtual like virtual fighter I, I remember um jeff uh, nick he sold all his shit to get yeah. a 32x, and uh, oh, he got yeah. he got Virtua Fighter, and he was like so pissed. Oh, like, the 32x. It's just, it's just like this is it. Like this is what I fucking 
This is spent it. all my money for. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I cashed out everything for Doom. Well, not everything, but a few NES games and Sega games for Doom and a 32X. And yeah, and, <laughs> and that's not a happy ending. And <laughs> yeah, and you worked that whole summer digging yep. digging fucking holes for the uh, piss stain for a yellow SNES. Super Nintendo. Goddamn. <laughs> fucking assholes hell yeah so uh, speaking of niche (laughs) uh console libraries yeah there's another piece of news the um we've we've talked about before but it needs to be mentioned again of course the retro vgs game console uh should be going to kickstarter within the next month or two um Hmm. they're gonna have cartridge based retro gaming for new games, so like Shovel Knight, they're gonna have a cartridge for it. Um, the, really? the this is the game console that they took the um the shell from the and all Jaguar. the different pressings from the Jaguar. Um, Jaguar. If you've seen any pictures of a Jaguar with like a blue button or something, that's it. Um, the the new news from the last couple days though is that for the Kickstarter, they're doing limited color consoles based on they they said like game legends. So, like, one of them looks like a Mario Colors, one of them Zelda Colors, one of them's Mega Man Colors, one of them's Pac-Man Colors. So, that's fucking pretty cool that they're going to actually have, you know, catered to the the different, you know, genres. So, like, I'm already like, well, got to get a Zelda color, you know what I mean? And there's yeah, other people yeah. that are oh, doing yeah. the same. And the color schemes that they used, it's like, oh, that's Mega Man. Oh, that's Sonic. It's the same color scheme. It's, it's like, actually yeah. pretty genius that they did it like that. And uh, Mike Kennedy, the guy who's running it, he also does the retro magazine that was on Kickstarter like a couple like months ago, and then the year before that, and they they do that the the magazine that comes out every two months for for retro gaming. And he said he's making this specifically for collectors. Like it, it, the collector market is who he's targeting because it's for the guys that want these downloadable games on a cartridge. And he also says he's going to make it easy to program for, so that way homebrew developers will be able to release games on it and, you know, make money. Cool. So, yeah, so, like, someone like, you know, Rob, yeah. from, you know, like, like, we've had him on the podcast, and he makes NES games. Um, the one thing I mentioned when Mike Kennedy said that he was going to do this, I, like, sent it on Facebook or something. I was like, how is it going to be to transfer from, like, NES to the retro VGS? And he was saying that he's going to try to make it pretty easy for everybody to do. So if he can do that, man, that would be freaking awesome. Because he's going to have ways to, like Nintendo style, to distribute cartridges as well. I just hope that they don't use the fucking style from the the cartridge style from the Jaguar. That ugly ass freaking thing on the top. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they, they change the style. But um, yeah, like... The thing is, though, I, I'm looking forward to the retro VGS. I'll probably support it as long as it's not like a thousand dollars or something. Because no. yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be able to afford it if it's ridiculous. Well, you already crap. put your thousand dollars on Metal Jesus to drive in his RV, so oh yeah, <laughs> you can only man. spend on so much. <laughs> it, it's it said it said that I could be the uh, the big spoon for that one. That's so, right. <laughs> cuddle with me in bed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was actually oh, my my gift to Jeff. He said he'd smuggle me spooning? in the trunk if there I there you go. It, so I'm going. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, we're going with Metal Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude. <laughs> um, so there there was another console actually showed off this last week too. Um, apparently 
this Chinese company called Game Freak has a prototype console that they showed up. It is basically um, it's called the Game Freak video game console. Everything's going to be upscaled to HD, just like the Retron 5, basically. The only difference is, there, number one, there's no NES slot, Damn. which is really weird, but it has a yeah. PC Engine slot. Oh, weird. There we go. So you can play PC Engine, Turbo Graphics, and Super Graphics games in it. How much so, is Super Graphics games? Super oh, really? Graphics games, yeah. The whole it, five. What do you all thinking? six games. Um, oh, that's right, six. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's no price on it or anything because it's just like they showed off the prototype of it. It probably won't even be mm-hmm. released for like a, a couple years, honestly. But Damn, um, without an NES slot, though, that's going to hurt it, I think. Well, there's no reason why they won't add an NES slot. You know how cheap that would be to add it and then you know cut a hole in the shell or something like. Because they would basically be isolating the entire international market if they did that, if they left it off. Yeah. No, I think that do Turbo Graphics. I haven't seen one of those yet, so that'd be a nice add-on. Well, the the thing is, is that a Super Graphics it it runs you over a hundred, right, Kyle? They're like two hundred bucks. Super Super Graphics. Is... I'm saying eBay prices. Oh so. yeah, it's it's not so like two. So so without having to hunt about two hundred dollars. So if this thing's under, if this thing's around a hundred to one hundred fifty bucks, it might be worthwhile to get just for. You know the um the convenience of having super graphics. Now, how's it going to connect? Did they say the AV ports on it? Um, it's going to be HDMI out. Okay. Um, and probably a- AV. I don't know why they wouldn't put AV on it because if they did, yeah, put an old school one on for CRT. A lot of yeah. 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 Um, really, my, my like thing even is, I used to be able to grab uh, core graphics. Like you, you would, you could snipe them off eBay. Um, but the thing with the core graphics was you would also have to get like the AV connection, which yep. is actually like surprisingly expensive. It's kind of like uh, the AC adapter for the Intellivisions, like more than the actual system. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's yeah, and it's because it's, it's some school, some weird ass kind of voltage that isn't normal anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't get one of those universal adapter deals. No, it doesn't work. I've tried it. Um, and the thing is, though, with, Geo, these, though. with these crazy aftermarket bullshit clone consoles, though, like, yeah. I'm really, like, anybody who's even thinking about getting this Game Freak console, just like the Restaurant 5, do not fucking pre-order this thing. If you pre-order oh, this thing, well. man, you're going to be guinea-pigging and beta-testing yep. and all that bullshit. And basically, what you want to wait for is people to start reviewing it, because you're going to have the fucking YouTubers that are going to want to get the first hits for the first review yep. and all that bullshit. Let them do it. Let them go through the pain, because my thing is, if there's any lag at all, I don't really want to deal with it. Cause, and no, and you know how, you. how I test lag is? NES, Double Dragon 2. If I can do 20 knees in a row, we're good. Like, yeah, that's the best <laughs> way to do it. And uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I just wanted to also throw in, so the the thing is, like, you're probably gonna pay about hundred bucks, maybe more now, for just a PC engine that reads cards. Yeah, yeah you are, are crazy. So that's, that's the thing, like Jeff was saying. Then you have the super graphics. So it depends, but this could be really awesome. <clears throat> well, it's it, got the it's potential, just, but only time will tell. Basically, yeah, it's the Retron exactly. Six. It's the Retron Six, basically. And the yeah. only thing it doesn't have is an NES slot, which. I mean, technically, you can mitigate that by having the Famicom 2 NES converter. You know what I mean? Like, because they have the opposite. The you know, so you can play NES games on a Famicom. Like, mm-hmm. I used to actually have one because before I I didn't realize that they were both there, and I just bought one cheap on eBay, a converter, 
and it ended up being the wrong one <laughs> before I had yeah, a Famicom. I, there you go. Yeah, I actually got one cause, just because it's so cheap, and I just because I have a Famicom, and I, I it was like a gimmick thing. I just wanted to have it. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, they're, so they're if super. They did, if they did fuck cheap. it up though, Kyle, then you would and you wanted to get this system, then you'd already be able to play on the S. So that doesn't even matter to most people. Yeah, and it, oh, it's nope. super cheap for those com- compared to the Famicom to NES converter. That's like way different. <laughs> because <laughs> yep. because the, because there's a a need Depends. for it. That's the uh-huh. thing. The, there's there's a demand for that. Like Famicom, like people in Japan, I don't. They there's no demand for any game that we have. I don't think. <laughs> No, definitely not. So that's why no. it's like, who cares about their converter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. got both of them because I found them cheap, and I figured, ah, eh, they'll come in handy one day. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, you can play Banana Prince, and, you know, you can do Splatterhouse, and there's just so many things like, I got to have it. I need yep. it. I need it now. Like, totally. Now. <laughs> now. Now. I need it now. now. Get to the trap. <laughs> oh, now. Do it. Uh, I'm a cop, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> Kindergarten cop, hell yeah. Kindergarten is. <laughs> oh, lordy. <laughs> um, let's see here. We got one more piece of major news, um, and then we'll you know take a little bit of a, a breaky break. Um, All right. So there was a new episode of Game Center CX, and it was for Mario's 30th anniversary. So... Basically, uh, Areno, he um he plays games, of course, and ch- it has a challenge. He had to beat level one one of Super Mario Brothers with a GameCube dance pad. Hmm. <laughs> That's gotta <laughs> be hilarious. interesting. I got yeah, and it was at like a gaming convention. So basically, he had like a panel at a gaming convention. Um, he played it. And then he had some kind of crazy Japanese dude who was like a pro at it, apparently. And the guy's name was PP. He kept on saying PP, PP. Nice. Like the whole time. It was like. I thought but, that was um, a Mexican restaurant. PP. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin get the those Comedian. Burritos, get those flautas <laughs> and those chimichangas. Woo. That's chimichangas. Right. Um, but the, the main <laughs> event, though, is actually um, Areno had levels made in the new Mario Maker game. Um, that game isn't even coming out till September, and this was like the first unveiling of the game. So he made a bunch of like evil ass levels for like people to play, and yeah. the little like this was basically him getting his revenge on that PP dude for making him play one one of Mario on the GameCube. Um, <laughs> PP dude, PP dude, it's great. Um, I can just th- see it too, like you fucker. Arena's yeah. great like that, dude. You don't give and, a fuck, dude. This, this game though looks freaking awesome. There was like. Like he hit a, like a a block, and then like the fire flower came out and started flying. <laughs> like wow. you could grab it was it looked like Mario One, um. So it's Mario okay. One graphics. Um, I guess in the game though, you can choose if you want Mario One graphics, Mario Three graphics, Mario World graphics, or the new Super Mario Brothers graphics. So like really? you can change That's you can craziness. change it on the fly. Um, you can create your own levels. It's meant to create your own levels on the Wii U gamepad. Um, so, so like, Areno created his levels. Um, he was strategically placing items and stuff, so basically, like, you would hit, like, a mushroom, and it would, like, hit jumping platforms, and it would, like, bounce around, or the star would go and hit and bounce all around, the, like, perfectly on platforms, and then you could try to grab it as you're, like, platforming in the air and shit. And it's really, really fucking cool. Um, there was Goombas that swim in this one. <laughs> Cannons <laughs> were shooting out coins. Um, the second level that they did, um, 
there was a different guy that came out. It was like the the um the guy who ran the convention, and basically it was an underwater level. And Areno set like a bunch of like arrows to show the guy where to go. And as evil as Areno is, he pointed like going down, like you know, like he would go down to continue the level. And it was like a it was a pit, and the guy died. And Areno was laughing. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. evil." <laughs> and it was hilarious. Now, how and, did the Goombas swim, though? Like, oh, I, they, just... they made like a little animation, and the little Goombas like swimming towards them. Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> like with his, how does he have hands though? Like, how does he doesn't. He's using his little feet to swim. He uses the. <laughs> so he has That's to like impressive. keep above the water, like poor bastard. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> That's gotta be hilarious. great. I guess it if, is. if you were like one of the winged Goombas, you could use your wings. But yeah, they yeah. could. Got something to work with. Yeah. But yeah, they um, and the thing <laughs> is, is that you know, there's certain characters that were in Mario Three or Mario World or the new one. And what they've done is they've downscaled some of those for the original Mario and upscaled some of the original shit for the new stuff. So there's, like, Ooh. unique stuff to this game. Um, I guess you can, like, share them online, too, or something. That'll be a, a thing. Hmm. So you can, like, download people's levels and make the game go on forever. Um, the cool thing was, though, with this challenge, the third player was actually Miyamoto came out nice <laughs> the creator of mario came out oh shit yeah first, first thing he w- was though like he's like well how do you like my levels and my was like they're terrible <laughs> <laughs> awesome. he, said, he said mario levels are supposed to be fun and he said your yours were made with evil intent <laughs> oh god but but it, like in the Miyamoto level they he had trampolines you know like the little trampolines that you bounce on and like the usually like the third level of like a Mario one, like Mario one yeah. three. Or, oh yeah, the, have, yeah. The little like spring jack deals. Yeah, spring he had, jack like, is actually what's called. He had, yeah. The, yeah. he had the trampolines bouncing on trampolines, and you had to like bounce oh, off wow. the bounced one to get up into the air and shit. Um, the thing that I thought was cool, and I think they're gonna keep this, is that in order for you to save and publish a level, you have to be able to beat it. So if really? you can't beat the level, you can't just make some evil-ass level that you can't beat. You, so, Or maybe it's in order to share it or something. You have to be able to beat it. So that's pretty cool. So the irony was is that like Miyamoto couldn't beat the level. And he was like embarrassed. And he's like, well, yeah. Reno has to play it now. And Reno actually played it and beat it. Hell <laughs> First yeah. Time. Uh, Reno. <laughs> it was his, le- it was his level. You know what I mean? It was his level. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He was like, that "Oh, look at the secrets." <laughs> that shows you when it's yours, it's so easy because it's exactly. your head. Exactly. Like, that's when the you... thing, and yeah, and some some games that are hard to us programmers like what? That's as easy, like because his head's just in that way. Well, and like when you develop something, you test it over and over and over again to the point where it, it's second nature for you at that point. Yeah, getting better and better and I better. Can, I can imagine. I I can imagine Rob playing the uh, Rise of um, Amundus. Like oh, it has man. to be easy for him now. And I actually finally beat that bastard last weekend, and it was like barely by the skin of my ass hairs. And I, it took me forever. And he's it's pretty easy for him because he's played it so much now. He's he knows all the intricacies. He knows the by pixel by pixel. You know what I mean? That's why um, I I would need playtesters because it would be hard for me to differentiate yes. what's easy um, si- and what's hard for others when I'm at that point. Yeah. You know, cuz you're exactly. so good it's like, well what's what's hard then for these people cuz you can't like relate cuz you're so good. 
you know, it's, this, it's, the it's the same so thing when you, when you write, you have to have somebody proofread because yeah. when you're writing it, you get in the zone and you, even when you read it again, you don't catch the mistakes. Yeah. And I think a lot of the NES games like, um, Sky Shark, mm-hmm. like freaking fast, crazy shit. Like, I think those things were almost taken to an extreme. Like they were just sitting there over and over again. And maybe they lost concept of like, maybe this game's like, a little too crazy if someone just rents it and puts it in they're like i, I remember when i did i was like holy fuck yeah you know and it's just it's kind of like what kevin was saying like the nes games are like super hard yeah some yeah. of them are just like it, it shows you though that like play testing is definitely essential with games yeah and i mean anytime anybody makes a newer game like if they don't use beta testers you can tell like <laughs> You can be like, okay, so, I mean, the perfect example is Beer Slinger when I got that. Like, it's all right, this game was easy as shit. Like, you obviously didn't use playtesters. <laughs> no one told it. him, no one was there to say, like, hey, dude, yeah. this is not, like, that good. And, th- and then, of course, like, his re- <laughs> and then, of course, we say, like, oh, hey, man, like, this should just keep going so you can get a score. And his response was, oh, well, I made it this way. That was his justification. Instead of, you know, being like, oh, I just didn't test it. And sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just thought, like, like me and Jeff, like, our whole life, we've always been, like, real with each other. And yeah. sometimes it's, you know, sometimes if, at first, you know, you, you get a little butt hurt. But in, in the end, it's <laughs> like you're glad that you saw, you know, maybe I can make a change here, here, here. Me and Kyle and It kind of hurts your pride at first, but then you realize <laughs> in the end, like, that's why it's better to be, like, honest with people. Yeah, because more quality in the end. And, yeah, and you, you're just going to lead them down this, like, path anyway that they're going to think that they're, like, perfect. And it's like, mm-hmm. we, we all could can use tune-ups and shit. That's and, right. And that's, that's where, you know, um, that kind of comes in. Someone needed to tell that programmer, like, yeah, dude. It's not worth fucking fifty fucking bucks. Yeah, exactly. I think now though he's selling them for like twenty or thirty or something. So I think the <laughs> ones that were fifty were limited editions. Okay. So so I mean even and, even that though fucking in, in that aspect though limited edition the collector community they'll eat that shit up. So oh, I, I could like, see I could see making those two hundred dollars and it'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but the thing oh, is, yeah. though, is I still would have wanted a, a better game. I mean, well, that's just... I mean, ultimately, even twenty or thirty bucks is to me. I could buy a lot, yeah, and I could buy a lot of different shit and a lot of better shit. So you, that's you know kind what of the, the irony thing too. was. Um, he also did that blow him out uh, birthday game, right? I was tempted because he said, "Oh, I have." extra blow them out CIB for 25 bucks. I was thinking about like getting you guys one for your birthday and I'm like, no, I don't want to <laughs> punish you guys. <laughs> like that was the great. thing. Like, cause it's like 20 bucks shipped. I was like, dude, that's nothing for a CIB. And then I'm like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> Not I, was gonna going to. I was going to, but then I, I felt like, I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't, I don't think that would be cool. Like, <laughs> Funny as shit. Well, I would say we're at about an hour, so we should probably pause her. Okay. Yeah, we're yep. almost at an hour, so. Sweet!
Alright. Continue, philosophical Kyle, with the philosophical stuff. Well, yeah, so as far as the <laughs> multi-cart and how many, all the, the Flash ROM deal and how much, how many games uh, the Neo Geo multi-cart can fit in one little cart, yeah, it, it just shows, like, how fast things move when people figure it out. So, yeah, you, you start from, yeah. like, caveman times, medieval times, Civil War, colonial type stuff, and then finally you hit the 80s and you get computers which were the size of a whole room and then bam now we have computers that fit in the palm of their of our hands so it's, it's kind of like even what we were saying yeah. with nintendo 64 and gamecube they hadn't figured out those systems yet but had they been given a little more time you probably would have seen some really sick shit it's just people moved on yeah yeah because see how much time you know what's crazy about those multi-carts though is i heard that it was just the greed of that of the developer why there's only a certain amount because they can put every game on the cartridge they just haven't so they could sell more of them and then every couple of years they release a, a an upgrade right and that's what shows how the exponential <laughs> nature of the universe because think of how long it took to make computers how many thousands and thousands and thousands of years then 20 years later 20 years compared to you know thousands and thousands of years 20 years later it fits in the palm of our hand, and we can, like, go online anywhere. You know, that shows, shows how fast it goes, so it's almost like the systems that have the longer lifespans, you know, it's almost like the NES, because you could see how the end games, you had, like, your wacky races, and, you know, you're, you're just super... Felix the Cat. Yeah, um, you know, just so many games that were so advanced. Um, Panic Restaurant, a lot of those Taito ones, really... You know, and your mm -hmm. little Samsons, and then even your Gunnacks. Like, they figured out the Gunnack how to make, like, no slowdown. Another thing is um, Summer Carnival 92, man. Rekka? Oh, my God. That's a good example, that because there's no slowdown, so they figured out, like, how to cram all that into a little cart. So it's the same thing yeah. as that Neo Geo Multi cart and uh you should tell people what what you you just scored man oh yeah so um basically um yeah, i'm on nintendo age a lot but one guy was selling his neo geo omega system which is basically a consoleized neo geo mvs arcade yep. and it's in a shell that looks like the neo geo aes which was the home system for the neo geo um, but it plays the arcade boards, which are, you know, predominantly cheaper than the AES counterparts. Um, I never planned on getting one because the only reason to get one would be to play some of these newer Neo Geo homebrews. And those are like 500 to to $1,000 a piece. Holy shit. Yeah. And, it's, and all those games are released also on the Dreamcast, which shows the power of the Neo Geo. Um, mm -hmm. the fucking basically Dreamcast fucking games, man. Um, but the thing is, is that this was like such a great price, and the one thing that blew Kyle's mind is I got two controllers with it and three games, one being a multi-card. Uh, what kind of controllers um, did you get? The big joysticks or the game yeah. pads? Listen to this. The 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 Neo Geo controller. <laughs> well, no, I know there's a game pad version, and then there's the actual big joystick. Not the one. Neo Geo no. CD one. No, not the Neo Geo CD. The game. actual oh, the legit, Neo Control. yeah. And they're the real authentic ones, not like refurbs or anything. As far as I know, it's the real authentic. Oh, that's ones. a lot of like money. I, I'd be. I only got. 
I only got one picture well, yeah, or one, man. but basically the guy said, oh, I, and they, basically his response, his, his email was like, yeah, man, I know they're worth more. It's just, it's burning a hole in my pocket and I, I want to get them gone. I'm like, all right. Wow. Cause I wasn't planning on buying one, but I mean, I've had to eliminate some of my, con- you know, my major, a lot of the games in my collection to make room. And then I get a big ass Neo now because it was a good price. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I had extra cash. Wow. <laughs> like, Always in the right that's place the thing right though, time. is I consider like, Upgrade. Yeah, it really is right place, right time. I mean, and I'll probably, you know, put it somewhere and hook it up so that way I can play some Neo shit on the fly. That'll be cool. I got plenty of Neo MVS games. I mean, who knows, but it'll be nice to not have to use the converter cart. And plus that can do a RGB and everything right out of there and or an S video. There's like Mm -hmm. switches on the back. It's a very nice system. I got one, but I paid full price back in the day, so no deal for me. What was full price back in the day? Um, For me, it cost 400 bucks for that damn unit. That's a, it's God a pretty uh, sexy looking unit. But it's it's great and it's robust. And the thing that's better about that one is it actually has, you don't need a memory card. It has flash memory on there. So you don't have to deal with buying an AES memory oh, nice. card or anything. It's all built in there. And you can actually put... Does it support the memory card? Yeah, it supports all memory card, but it's just using flash memory on the nice. actual unit. So you never mm-hmm. have to worry about it. And that lasts forever. Nice. So mm-hmm. you're in good shape on that mm-hmm. unit. That's what kind of sold to me. But the problem is... I got into the Neo Geo and I got an Omega, and I didn't have any like peripherals for it because you got to buy your own damn controller. So I hunted on eBay for like months <laughs> to get. Um, I actually prefer the CD controllers because I'm more of a gamepad, but I do have the two big ones. But it was hard yeah. as hell to find two big ones that were a in decent enough usable condition because they're all raped on eBay, or um, ones that yeah. didn't have so many. Um, there's a lot on there that they replace the parts and the buttons and stuff, so it doesn't have the authentic feel. And I'm kind of picky. If I'm going to get a system, I want everything to be as original as possible. So it took me a while to get those. And those cost yeah. me, and they weren't even in great condition, at least like 40 to $50 a piece, each one of those damn things. <laughs> Raped yep. on eBay. It's uh, just, I just want to throw this in because like, eventually, I, I noticed too, that place started becoming like a dumping ground, and yeah. then everything you'd buy, there's like a little project associated with it. Yep. Like something that you <laughs> didn't see or think about or expect before you bought it, and like, oh, fucking great. Yep. That's why I haven't bought off there in like three months. But anyway. That's braggable. That's crazy. Yeah, it actually well, is. The, the, <laughs> now, if you can avoid the, Amazon the is, that Kevin, long, that's even more braggable. <laughs> that I still at, trust. At least Amazon. you know, Kevin, that your your system though is uh is worth six hundred dollars. Though I just get a great deal. Oh, really? But um, okay. Yeah, it's it's worth six hundred on eBay right now. If you look on eBay, they're selling oh, wow. for six. Well, no, I I bought it. I bought it. Ugh, I think for my birthday last year, I bought it for myself as a birthday present, the Omega. So that's about a year ago because <laughs> October was it last year. Nice. So that's cool. So though. I got it. Yeah, it's, that's actually. You got into the game really fucking late, man. Yeah. No, I did with the Neo Geo <laughs> yeah, because I concentrate on everything else, and I never ever played one before yeah. just because, hell, did you guys even know people back then to play one? I didn't. No. 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 I had just... No. Not even the not even the rich kids had the fucking... Yeah, yeah, Jeff and I had played the MVS in arcades, that's what it is. Yeah, no, I've only uh-huh. played the MVS, and I mean, yeah. the Neo Geo is kind of just the Lamborghini. It's like bragging rights, kind of. I'm, I'm not saying it's got bad games. I'm just like, it's a very expensive system to keep up with 
Yeah, that's that's where the whole sports car. That's why the, the PC engine too is like a sport. Every, everything costs money that's associated with it. It's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Just glad and I it never goes down. I was just happy that I I got the uh, Neo Geo CD back um like five years ago, six years. Actually, no, it was like ten years ago. <laughs> I got the fucking Neo Geo CD, and it came with two controllers and everything for sixty bucks. Oh, that's like an the, awesome the deal. One. That's an awesome. Yeah, that's deal. amazing. Yeah. And then <laughs> it is the really cool thing that I fucking found at a disc replay. I think it was the one that was over by you guys, is I found a adapter that goes into the Neo Geo that goes into a PlayStation or PlayStation 2 controller. Oh, that's wow. cool. So so I can plug in a PlayStation 2 controller in it. You hit the little analog button, it comes on. You can use the analog controller if you want to. You can use the D-pad if I want to. Uh, the buttons are responsive. Yeah. And, and it's an extension cord. And you got the... <laughs> I was like, oh, this is win. You got that, the American that, CD one? Yes. Okay. Yes, I had the American. I, I lucked out. I found actually on Craigslist because I got that Omega, and then I was studying about the Neo Geo, and then uh, I started hunting for a CDZ unit. Oh yeah, because that one. Oh had, yeah, it's no, got, I don't have the. Yeah, I got. I I found one actually on Craigslist, and the guy sold it to me with a controller, and the thing was like mint in the box. I got that for one fifty. Aren't the load times significantly and, less? Um, it's yeah, pretty damn good because what it's a it 2X is. reader. I think Jeff's is a 1X if it's the U.S., yeah, that, so it, it helps. Oh, the, the, that, that fucking reader and the goddamn CD player yeah. is painful as shit. Like, it's worth buying an AES Absolutely. Yeah. to deal with the goddamn I'll, load fucking time. But there are was, exclusives only for, one the reason CDZ, for the That's why I bought it. There's exclusives for that system. There's only one reason for the, for the CD is those exclusives. Yeah. I think one is... Um, what is it like? Uh, not Iron Sword. Cross but, Swords uh, Two. Jaguar. Cross Swords Two. Cross Swords Two. Yeah, that was the one that I got. Ooh, guessed. there's a sequel. Cool. Yeah, it's very cool. The sequel is yes. way better than the original. The original takes like a million years to be. I don't know how hard. long the sequel is. Fucking the sequel, hard. Man. You can pick different characters. And, and of course, um, Kyle the Rum Goblin would enjoy that. You know, of course, the CD uh, pl- plays Burns, so you can pirate all day. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Wasn't that Yard. wasn't that Highland Disc Replay <laughs> fucking amazing though? Uh, it was back in the day oh, before yeah. it moved across the street. <laughs> uh huh. Then when the, it moved, um, all the prices yeah, moved up with it. <laughs> it's like it's so weird because the one on Route Thirty, which is like I don't know, thirty forty miles away, was yeah. like so bad and shitty. Yeah, that one. Um, that one is a pit. <laughs> it's just weird how one is. I mean, I actually um, give credit to that disc replay and. Um, video video palace, right, Jeff? Called video palace. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those two like supplied like half my, at least a third of my NES collection. I'm pretty sure that at the shitty disc replays where I got that converter for the Neo Geo that I mentioned, the Neo Geo to PS2 controller converter. Cool. Yeah, I got really. Th- I think I got. I think I got the shitty one. Yeah, I was really tight with them though. <laughs> they would just let me go in back, and they'd be like, "Hey, we got this, got this huge box. Like, look." And you'd find, like, multiple chrono triggers in there. It's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's just nice. like, holy fuck. Yeah, I mainly went nuts with the N64s when they were a dollar a piece. I'm like, um, I was walking out with grocery bags of them for, like, $30. That's, once they let me in back, that's yeah. what I was doing. I, yeah. just feel, I was like, because they knew I would just buy it all. Oh, yeah. So so, so yeah. why even go through the pain had, of, I like, had, um, you know, pricing it and shit? Mm-hmm. Just, just give it? me a good I deal. I had the, the place in Elkhart over where I used to live. Uh, the guy, the owner of that place, whenever he was there, he'd let me go rummage through his warehouse. Cool. That's the best, <laughs> Like, that's dude. when I was... 
Yeah, I, I pulled out that second Hero Quest board game from over there. I'm like, hey, you have this? And he's like, oh, here you go. Wow. You can have that for 20 bucks or something. It's like a $100 board game. Nice. And then going through all the manuals and giving them to me for a dollar a piece, and I'm getting shit like Super Turk and 2 and Chrono Trigger and Mario RPG for like a dollar. The manuals and boxes have gone crazy. <laughs> Yeah, the, I, oh, yeah, I knew it was coming. That Everybody's jumping coming. on it, man. We, yeah. Because once you exploded. get all the parts, there's only a few places to go. Nintendo Power, manuals, and boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I still ain't got And who else has started to publish them? Who else has started to publish them, Kevin? Uh, the Game Chasers. Yep. What have they been in yep. the last two or three episodes? That's all they've talked about. And... I don't blame them because that's what's next. Yeah. Man, that is the how, how many thousands of people now are like, oh... I oh. haven't been paying attention to this. Maybe I should. And you know what's the worst part? I remember oh, that sounds on cool. eBay back in 2003. I remember seeing people selling all the boxes, like just 50 of them. I remember seeing this Mega Man set. It was all the boxes and manuals, no games. And I was just an idiot. I'm like, well, I, I need the game. Who the hell wants these boxes? And he was like $30 for the boxes. <laughs> of course it was too much. <laughs> it, it was absolutely too much. Yeah. It was too much for it always that fifty dollar uh, fucking little Samson was too much. Yeah, that's that's where yeah. it's crazy. You look back and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's wrong with me? I should have bought ten of them. But you didn't know. I mean, yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty, man. Yeah, it's the <laughs> best way to put it. <laughs> but uh, that just yeah. shows you that um, when the game chasers kind of like put that out there, it's you see because that's how many eyes are like thinking about it now oh, even yeah. if they knew about it they well, didn't yeah. really think about it and then they saw the prices that's the thing they saw the prices that those people wanted that's the key like oh my god this stuff uh-huh. is worth something boom yes that's you right know, that starts to spark and that and then you know the, the guys that they're watching that they are now you know holding up on a golden pedestal because they're watching them on youtube as an entertainment factor every week yeah are now wanting this mm. and they're getting great deals on it and it looks cool and you know what I mean? Like it's that whole coolness and nostalgic factor and all that combined while you're watching it that makes it explode in pr- and in demand for that niche audience. Yeah, the perfect storm really. It's a Super. perfect storm. Yeah, yeah it good is. way to put it. Yeah. Every it everything comes together in the right like, when, time. Yeah, it was the same classic thing when the Angry Video Game Nerd used to review a Nintendo game, and and regardless if it's shitty or not, the prices would explode. Action Fifty Two exploded in price after he reviewed it. No, like <laughs> yeah, because really craziness and like and the boxes are more rare than are rarer than more than, rare. than the, the games <laughs> because people threw those away. So yeah. that's what. That's why we have been collecting all these years, but again, we were ahead of the curve mm-hmm. because well, shit. Even right now, it's weird. Like people didn't think about it until right. like bam, now it explodes. It's, it's just it's like vinyl and all that shit. It's like the same properties. Like no one sees it yeah. until it's something that that perfect storm happens, and then it's like everyone's into it. Because right now the game chasers are ahead of the fucking game because. Basically, like, all these game stores that they've been visiting have had all this stuff sitting in the back because really nobody's been buying it. And now that they're looking for it, they kind of, like, went there, they looked for it, they grab it all with bundle deals, Mm. and they recorded all this footage, you know, months back. So by the time people watch this, they've already went and pillaged all the places that they went to at that time. 
So they've already kind of, you know, went and done it. So now everybody that's going in those areas is going to get scraps. Um, and the prices are going to be up because the owners know that they're going to be featured on Game Chasers. And you know what I mean? Like, it is a, a big cluster is what it's going to end up being. And it's the thing is, though, it's, it's not going to be like an explosion overnight in price. It won't be. No. But it, they, they will go up in price. Which... I'm fine with because <laughs> as we've always been, we're, we're patient collectors. And I've, I'm, I've already um, been prepared and I already have all the boxes that I want anyway. Exactly. That's the other thing. I, and, I made sure of that like a year ago, maybe even two years ago. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't went out and specifically like hunted. I don't, I don't eBay hunt. I don't do any of that for like boxes. My thing is the boxes that I have, I've found either in the wild or trading with people on Nintendo Age or as I see them. And it has to be a game that I want and then I get them. So that's why I have like Mega Man 6 in the box or Dragon Warrior 4 complete in the box because I saw the guy Dragon Warrior 4 in the box and manual and the map for like 30 bucks. Wow. Just without the game yeah. and i'm like okay i mine and and the box is in all right condition like pretty shitty but the thing is is that when you put a game protector around even the shittiest box number one it makes it a box again yeah. and number two it looks cool it looks it looks so, beautiful yeah it, it's so, surprising so for me <laughs> yeah like like condition is as long as it the whole front is complete for me the condition isn't that much of a big deal like i'm gonna try to get one mint um but i'm not gonna be super picky if it's like crushed or a little bit or something it's not a big deal yeah and, and my thing um, was um the boxes eventually transcended the game because yes you have the artwork yeah you you have stuff that i'm into that's like pop culture okay so like robocop mad max total recall you know you're terminator mm-hmm. uh, dirty harry platoon indiana jones that kind of shit that stuff... NES Virus Cleaner, Mad Wizard. <laughs> Those are movies that I love. <laughs> then you have, like, WrestleMania and, like, World Championship Wrestling with the fucking Road Warriors in the front. Like, that's the shit that I love. Yep, yep. So that, it doesn't matter even if I'm good at the game or how good the game is. It's just, like, a, it's an extension of me collecting either movies or wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And it actually connects with those pieces. So it's like, sweet, I have, you know... um all the Mad Max DVDs now, and then I also have the NES game box. It just adds to like this whole shrine kind of mentality. Like oh, that's yeah. the other thing, like the whole shrine thing, where you have a piece of something, whether it be a figure, a game, a magazine article of, let's say, just Mario. Let's just be simple there. So you mm-hmm. add all that stuff together, and it adds to the whole. And that's like what the it makes it it makes it art at that and point. And that's where the museum factor comes in because it's like let's just get everything with let's stick with our example Mario and just pile it see like how much we can like valentine cards cool. and little stickers and just like anything. And that's kind of where you can go insane with collecting yeah, in a great cream. way. And then you got the you got the other awesome thing too where you have some of the um the box art actually has like artistic renderings of certain games so you get like monster party which has a bunch of horror characters drawn on it like you have the you know, creature from black lagoon medusa little shop of Dracula horrors drawn. yeah 
Um, and then the awesome one is Gorilla War. It actually has like a Che Guevara yep. fucking war scene drawn. I believe it's it actually looks so fucking. Cool. Isn't it called like Guevara or something in Japan? In in Japan, yep. Um, I mean, that's the thing though, is that like the the artistic representations were the shit that sc- that skewed us as kids because we would go to fucking Toys R Us and we wouldn't know what the fuck the game was <laughs> yep. because it's like some badass picture. <laughs> it always was a badass. Though. But. But, but now it's like, all right, dude, I got this shit on my... And and as Kyle knows, as Kevin knows, like, I have, you know, started up a um a rental store type shrine yep. of my NES boxes. My wife's idea, 100% my wife's that's idea. Awesome. And, and it, like, that's why I was, like, explaining Monster Park, because I have the box sitting right here facing me. And, you know, the, the fucking Iron Sword Wizard Warriors 2 with Fabio on the front. That's fucking 80s hilarious. <laughs> Good old Fabio. Fabio at his best. You gotta have it. Yes, it is. It really is. You gotta it have is, that though. shit. That's his prime. But those are some of my... F- the thing is, the more... The cooler the fucking box art, the more I want to display it. And yeah. the thing is, is that I can't display every NES game, because I only have one rental section. I'm not going to have every wall loaded, because... You know, there's something to be said about having minimalistic approach as well, where it's focused. Just rotate it's, for Halloween um, and stuff. You you can yeah. always I rotate mean, I, I in can. theory, I guess. I can. Yeah, like yeah. that's what's cool. It's like yeah, with with my shelves too, I, I can always move them around. Always. So that's and cool. I've actually rotated things off of mine because basically how I see it is is I'm gonna have the best of the best up there, all my favorites. And as something replaces something that I get, like, one will fall off. So, like, maybe Captain Skyhawk <laughs> might fall off eventually because it's up there right now. Um, but, and the thing is, is that even when the new homebrew games come out, uh, some of those games, you know, might replace a game that's up there because the homebrew fucking artwork might be amazing. Like, the Battle Kid artwork, that stuff's drawn on there. It looks awesome. No. Assimilate. That was by my one buddy, freaking John White. He's, it, that game looks fucking cool because it's like a hand-drawn fucking anal probe-looking picture that's <laughs> on there. <laughs> it is like you do anal probing in that game from from the fucking uh, the aliens. Um, and then of course I got Rob's game, NES Virus Cleaner. I got a fucking signed copy that's sitting out there, of course. Cool. You know, um, like cool fucking artwork though, and then you have cool fucking games. Like, one of the ones that's completely minimalistic, but it's still cool looking, is NARC. It just has the words NARC on it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the letters. But it's still fucking classic. Yeah, it's a great way. They all, like, explode. It's a cool, like, exploding yeah. game. Like, uh... Oh, yeah. Exploda. <laughs> They're all like yeah, cooling and, uh, man crashing through a wall. Yeah, like, yeah, pretty Fist much. Of, of the North Star has the exploding thing, too. But, yeah, and... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and then... And then you um and then you come back to the whole like movie thing. So then, like, or shows even like the Adams family. So if you're a fan of the Adams family, yep. like, getting that Adams family in the box is like great. You know, Friday. The it's 13th. funny that you brought exactly. the Adams family up because I was th- I just saw the other day. You ever play the Adams family for the uh, Turbo Graphics? Um, it's no, a, I the played, CD yeah, version. It's, it's for the Turbo CD. I'm sorry, not the Turbo Graphics, the Turbo CD. And no, uh, I had no or... clue because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I got it, and it came with when I bought my Turbo Duel back in 04. And I only played it just to test the CD mechanic, but I actually um, started looking at the game lately, and I tried it out. The goal is you actually kill the Adams family. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you know how I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. You're that Are lawyer you guy from the movie, and you have oh, to kill every the bastard the guy and to steal the treasure with the green. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, see, I actually mentioned that as failing. I was just throwing you a worm because. I know you're a big fan of the mamushka. Oh, yeah, the mamushka <laughs> on the pinball game is hilarious. I love it. Yeah, oh, dude. Um, you kill him. Like, yeah, so, so much for a sequel for that series. You know, you killed all the main characters. And you and the guy's, like, sitting there swimming in their money at the ending like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> That's amazing. I have to play that. What kind of a twist is that? I never. It's like playing Mario <laughs> I, I, except your Bowser and I you kill Mario. And that's the end. <laughs> And that would be fucking great. And what the hell? Why have you made that yet? Yeah. There's a flip flop <laughs> mission for you. And the game wasn't that bad. It's just really weird because you're that. I think his name is Tully or something. That lawyer yeah, guy. It is. Yeah, and your right, weapon it is. is a shooting umbrella. Oh god! It's an umbrella that shoots fireballs. Mary Poppins and shit. Yeah, it makes like on, no uh, sense. But crack. just because Jeez. you got to kill all the family members, I, I got to play that one of these days and actually try to beat it. It's just hilarious. Do you even kill like you like murder Pugsley and Wednesday too? Like, well, I, I, and, and I was the grandma for, like, geez. yeah, I was looking for tips and it shows you like how to kill Uncle Fester. He hits the ground and he's dead. You beat him. They're like bosses. Each character is a boss for a level. <laughs> kind of like Bugs Bunny. Kyle's revenge for Fester's quest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Pugsley's scavenger hunt for the NES was wasn't that the Adams family for the SNES? Except you were Pugsley instead of yeah, and it was way shittier. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, down. Played. Way down great. It doesn't even have music, I think. They couldn't put music on it for some reason. It's worth a lot, though, for some reason. Yeah. That's, that must have been a later It was a later one. release. Yeah. It was a later release. It's funny how, though, the Adams Family for NES is totally different. And it's actually a pretty cool platformer. Oh, it's um, I, I like it. It's not bad. I actually knew one of my friend's dads was, like, fucking awesome at that game. Really? Wasn't it yeah. uh, Adams Family values on the Super Nintendo's a decent platformer? The values on. I, I I remember seeing it and I always wanted to get it, but I never I never tried it out. It's, I know one of them's all right, the other one isn't good. I don't know which one is the better the one. First, There's like three or four though on the Super Nintendo. Anyway. Yeah, the Adams Family for SNES. You start with two hearts. You can get an extra heart like yeah, that's pretty much right away buttons. if you know where to go. You have to like climb this tree type deal and kill this one little boss mini boss up there but the hit detection is kind of wonky um that's what it was yeah uh it's kind of like donkey kong jr hit it you just never know if you're gonna get hit or not you know you mean in which one the yeah. adam's family for super nintendo yeah I, that game's really slippery i mean it's it's yeah, not a I'm hard saying. game but it's easy to die if that makes sense yeah <laughs> it, the slippery too uh-huh. like when you walk it's like a very slippery platformer. Yeah, I mean, if they would like tighten the controls and he handled more like Mario, the game would be pretty killer. Instead, it handles more like Predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, they definitely, and then the 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 pinball game is fucking badass. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, pinball is awesome. It usually is though. <laughs> so. Kyle with his revenge against Uncle Fester by killing the entire family. Yeah, he's going to be powering that on his uh, Turbo Duo tonight. <laughs> he wants to see Uncle Fester hit the floor. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fucking crazy. So um, there was one more piece of news, uh-huh. and it'll be a perfect transition piece. Sweet. Um, This week there was a teaser trailer for a brand new game. It's called Doom. Oh, yeah. Fucking Doom 4's coming. Keep, oh, All they showed was a fucking like a crazy Cenobite looking fucking demon revenant looking skeleton guy. And 
It was like two seconds too. That's all they the missile launchers on his shoulders, Ken. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah. No, it's the Revenant. Yep, Revenant. I saw. I saw a, a guy at work showed it to me because they all tease me about. They're like, "Hey, your game," because I just am an advocate of Doom, and I'm just Dude, terrified. I used to make they better levels, not screw like, it up. <laughs> yeah, I used to make levels. I I know like the properties of each and every guy, like to the point of. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, like sickness. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah. I saw another teaser where it showed like the cyber demon, and it's like, man, I just want to see some gameplay. <laughs> I'm sick right, and tired of right. looking at monsters. Yeah, because that's ultimately you can show videos, yeah. like for until the cows come home. But until I see yeah. like what it's gonna be like, you know, I better see fast action, not this horror BS like Doom Three. <laughs> like Halo, and that's what I was telling Jeff the other day. Yeah. It kind of falls into the Halo. Um, even like yeah, Duke Nukem Forever, um, it's just too an yeah. a- Aliens vs Predator somewhat. Yeah, uh, when you play as the Marine, it's no. just too much banter and like reading notes and like. I just want to kill shit, get some key cards, and hit the exit button. That's all I want to do. <laughs> that's the beauty of why Brutal Doom makes still and keeps Doom the greatest first-person shooter of all time. You, you ain't kidding. Brutal Doom just did what Doom refuses uh-huh. to have done in years. Yeah, that, that's what oh, fucking yeah. is so beautiful about that. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, so that was basically our um our game of the fucking week. That yeah, oh. <laughs> was brutal fucking deal. Yeah. So what versions did you guys all play? <laughs> oh. All right, so I mean, I can dig into mine a little bit um cuz I got a couple of cool stories and cool. we've been chatting about throughout the week. Plus um, you're newer to Doom, me and Kevin. Yeah, we we just, we're veterans. Exactly. <laughs> we had PCs, so Yeah. I'll I'll go I'll go of of my uh, my brutal doom noob ish style um and then um I'll let you guys go afterward and you can talk about all my crazy fucking experiences. Awesome. Um, the fir- the first thing is is that I, the the fucking brutal doom music the change is fucking awesome. Like the metal pack no. has awesome mix of the original doom and the new doom and I also like that it was like a a pack. So I could like disable it and get the original fucking amazing music too, or use the metal like depending. Gotta love options. Certain levels like yeah, and certain levels the fucking original is way better. Actually, another pack you might um, want to look for, Jeff, is the 3DO version is badass. They redid. That's the ambient Doom. music, right? No, it's not. Yeah. No, that's PlayStation. No, 3DO was the only one that's old school that actually is like electric guitar and stuff. They redid it, and the 3DO version never got popular because it's horrible. But the I've music never played is that. awesome. Yeah, we're, I'm gonna have to play that at your house. That's yeah. the one I've never played. I'll show you. Jag, it's, it's Jaguar had no music because <laughs> Jaguar had no music at all. Um, so one of the things aside from the music, like I never remember having to restart after each chapter. So like I beat episode one and I sent Kevin a fucking text. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's like, right. Hey, um, where's my guns? Did I, get, did I fucking break something? <laughs> well. I, I thought maybe I like had the shareware version or something, and maybe mine was fucked up. Like I didn't know because I downloaded it. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what the hell? Because like that's why I was like, maybe I'm thinking of like because my first experience was Doom 64, and it's just one big fucking game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was like used to it or something. But it, it was crazy. Like I don't remember having to restart every fucking episode. Yeah, that's, like that's that's funny that that happened to you, Jeff. Because awesome, I, I didn't mock you or anything because I knew exactly how you felt. Because the first Doom I played was 32x, and that screwed up version. It's 15 levels, and you yeah. play straight through. But when once I got the computer version, I got the level eight, and then the game ended, yeah. and I was confused too. And I'm like, oh, I got to restart the game. So that's funny that you had the same experience yeah. I did. 
And I don't know if it was you, Kevin, or Kyle that said, like, all the levels were made to be beaten with the pistol? Yes, that was me. They're, well, it, they're and, made to be beaten starting with a pistol. Like, they'll make sure a shotgun is fairly early in the game and, and oh, the beginning of the level somewhere. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? And I, yeah, and I just wanted to throw in, because in the original Doom, when you died and you didn't save, yeah. you started from that current level you were <laughs> with on the pistol with and just 50, the pistol. 50 shots. <laughs> so theoretically, it would have to be, yeah. Yeah. If, nice. if designed well. Yeah, because the, the one thing way. is, is that... um. Because Brutal Doom, like, all the difficulty is ramped up. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, the rifle that you use at the beginning, instead of the pistol, it's 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 a great way weapon. Way more efficient. It's way more efficient. It's it's very usable. Um, I almost wish, though, that they would have left the pistol in there as an option, too, just because. You can get a mod that'll give you the something. pistol if you want it, just so you know. I hate that fucking I, I thing, fig- man. I figured. Yeah. I hate the pistol. Yeah, exactly. I hate the mod. That's why a lot of people... I, I'm not... I'm not going to go out of my way to use it, but if it was there, it might be kind of funny to fuck around yeah. with when I got little shits following me. Yeah, the, the, first, good, the first good eyeball. pistol was in Duke 3D. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah Duke 3D. Because it was an automatic cool. round uh, clip, so you automatically emptied a clip out, but yeah. I yeah. You just the needed to have with, dual pistols in that one. Yeah, you know, and think with Brutal Doom, like, no weapon sucks anymore. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. No, yeah, there's none. Not even the fist, because like, no. the Berserk pack, you know. You get the fatality. Yeah, Berserk pack. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, now, speaking of, like, the no bad weapon, though, they did get rid of the automatic aim. Um, and the thing is, though, is I'm playing with a analog 360 controller, and the manual aim with that is perfect. It's just like playing any first-person shooter on a new generation console, and I'm I'm sitting there like popping around fucking corners and headshotting fucking demons and you know blowing their or blowing their leg off if I want to like I can aim it perfectly and like destroy them every time. Wow. And it's like I haven't had a game where I had that much fun in a long time where it was just like uh-huh. you know it's like that's the optimal way I would say to play fucking brutal Doom. I, uh, totally. Is without the mouse and and the keyboard and one thing me and Kyle were talking about is though there there are people online that are that hate fucking brutal doom because they are just purists. They can't stand change. They don't like that it's veering away from the original mouse, you know, keyboard style because you almost have to play with the fucking controller now. Um, <laughs> and I I know that like a lot of people, maybe even people listening, they're like, man, these guys are fucking stupid. That all they like is the the new shit. But it's like. No, I, I like the change of pace that Brutal Doom gives you, because it's, it's faster pace. Yeah. I went back and took the mod off, and I was trying to play, and it was like in slow motion. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I was so used to, you know, the increased difficulty. And, and you know, I'm playing on, what is it, Hurt Me Plenty? Yeah. yeah. Playing, I'm playing on Hurt Me Plenty, so like, I'm, I'm not in ultraviolence <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. that's, but for, for someone new, yeah, that's what I recommended. You gotta work Jeff. your way up. Because it, it's, it's it's fun. It's, it's still. almost too easy for me. It's fun still when you're in that wa- when you're in that phase of learning. Yeah, it, it's almost too easy still. So I might bump it up for ch- episode three just to be a masochist. Because cool. you can save every two seconds if you want to. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So. yeah. That's what's yeah, cool about it too. Yeah, exactly. You can make your own um, challenge. You know, you don't have to either. That's what I love about it. Now, 
you mentioned the um the berserker fucking melee shit like that is super super and i wrote down it's definitely overpowered in the game <laughs> yep yep but i put it's also fucking fun and great it's amazing i was telling you about that kind of glitch that i found like well yeah like, like basically what i do yeah what, what i do is i would use it i would grab a motherfucker and you'd be like pounding on him and nobody can touch you mm-hmm. and like anybody who runs into you they die too <laughs> So I was fucking just using it when I get around in like a horde of fucking, you know, like a bunch of demons come around me or a bunch of um, the remnant, or not imps. the revenants, but the uh, the the skull fucking um, guys that you grab the skulls out of the you can you can grab the lost souls out of the air and fucking throw them. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's cool. <laughs> like a fucking fireball, and then you light the fucking imps on fire, and they go running around and light other guys. Did on you ever fire grab a demon as a like, meat shield? <laughs> Yes, I was grabbing demons as meat shields. I um, I would. Here's the thing, though. If you grab an, a demon that's on fire or an imp that's on fire, okay. it like drains your fucking. Oh, life. I didn't it's do like that. That's, I didn't think of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Dude, I was sitting there. Fuck, I was fucking around for hours. It was that's great. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I think the first game to have fire was Blood, right, Kevin? It, it, it's one of the first ones I remember was Blood because then I remember you had like that hairspray can and Zippo. You could set things on fire. Hell yeah. And the flare gun, if you hit someone, you wait. Oh, that like was my favorite. Seconds, it was the only went, way to Whoa. kill those damn zombies. Yeah, that was great. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Was... See, see, I actually played. I actually played Blood though. Really, Blood was one like that I did some play. of the best weapons, and I just always liked that dark gothic danger. And it had feel. the akimbo I mean, option. That was one of the early games to have dual guns weapons. Akimbo. Yeah. 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 Yes, I do remember the dual yeah, weapons. That was fun. Hell yeah. If the fucking blood was fun. Yeah, if you're a horror fan, like, and a Bruce Campbell fan in any way, like, for all the listeners, obviously we are, but you gotta check it out. Yeah, you gotta patch the game, though, because if you get blood version 1.0, that shit crashed all the time. You need, like, 1.1 or something. Yeah, I actually have two different versions. One of my buddies um, just gave me one of his, too. It was, like, the, the plasma pack. Nice. nice. So you, yeah, I think that's like the another... upgraded version of the plasma pack, so yours would run fine. I actually found a glitch, though. The plasma pack, and it's one of the episodes that's not uh, Cryptic Passage, which is the new episode that they added, the add-on. Um, really? Kind of like the plutonium pack for Duke 3D. They added that afterwards. Okay. Um, but one of those lev- the levels in the first, I don't know, maybe three or four episodes is, like, they they screwed it up, and you can't... When you beat it, you, like, there's, like, a warp problem... So you can never beat it. Nice. It's like a yeah, it's kind of like they didn't final doom with the key, and then you got to find TNT? a way to get the key. <laughs> yeah, Pharaoh. Yep, that's right. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny, and we'll get back to brutal doom in a second. Yeah. But my buddy John played that for like three months straight, <laughs> looking for that key, and sort of his dad, <laughs> and it like drove him crazy. And when I told him years later, because you know Google opened up and you could find anything, yeah, and they had the patch that you could get. For the new wad, he like went crazy because he's like, I, like, he's like, I spent months. But there were people out there that actually found a way to do it without the patch. I believe that were hell bent. Yeah, if you watch it on YouTube, you can beat it without the uh, key card, nice. which is yeah, w- which is crazy to like people's survival mentality. Like they'll find a way. Oh, people like, are hell bent. That's why you nature keep will find jails. a way. Like no matter what you are, nature. Well, it's it's just like you with watching horror movies. Your parents told you not to. Like the game's telling you, you can't fucking beat it. Oh, I'm gonna beat this motherfucker. I think Nintendo did that. I was telling my mom that the other day. She told me not to watch horror movies, and I sought out everyone I could find. 
I don't think that's a good idea, Kyle. Okay, well, there must be something cool about it. If if, exactly. if they say it's bad, it's got to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that's the mentality. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, back to the brutal dude. Back experience. to a brutal experience. Okay. So... So here's my um here's my note to while I was playing save 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 and I wrote story cuz I got a story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes. Good so notes. I was I was going through a level um and basically it was it was the one where it's like super pitch black um and you're like going and hunting down and you basically you like you can't see anything unless you have the infrared goggles on um but basically it was hilarious because I went through it. I was playing the game for like probably 30, 40 minutes. I went through and destroyed like every guy I could think of. Um, and then I got the final key card. I think it was the one that has three different color key cards right in a row in to, in, for the exit door. Oh, um, and, oh that was yeah. awesome. Uh, Halls of, of the Damned. Yeah. That was awesome. So basically, I'm like searching around, looking at stuff. Um, I finally found an area that I didn't see yet, though. So I go down the corridor, and as soon as I go through it, I'm like, I always go and like creep forward and everything. And I'm looking around, and, you know, destroying motherfuckers around the corners. So I do that. I'm looking around the corner, and I move back, and the ceiling crushed me. Nice. <laughs> and I, I hadn't saved for uh, 30 minutes. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I went back and had to read the basically restart the entire level. And I was like, ah, so that's when I paused for the day that I wrote fucking save, 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 because <laughs> that goddamn level fucking crushed me. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, because that's all I had left in the level. So everything else was cleared out. I had, you know, full health, full armor, everything. I was like, ah. <laughs> fucking classics, though, man. Like, I'm going through this blind, like, not watching, viewing, anything. Perfect, man. The second time going through it, though, I wrote down was way easier. It's like proof, though, that Doom is like the perfect game for memorization and speed running. That's it's, it's like, it, it's right up Kyle's fucking alley, yeah. is what I wrote. Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, like once of all time, once you learn it, man, it's like r- riding a bike. Like, I could probably pop on that level right now. Because I played it twice now, I could fly through it yep. and destroy it. Plus, you, once you know like, where all the secrets are, oh yeah. then it just amps mm-hmm. because you have all this ammo now. Like, jeez. It was it was crazy, man. I like I knew where the enemy spawns were going to be at the second time playing it. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, there's going to be enemies here. Pop, 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 blowing them all away. Like, before they, they were even coming around the corner, like, I already knew where they were going to come at. The biggest key that I would Freaking. recommend is find where the backpack is. As soon as you fucking can, get the backpack because it doubles all ammo. You can carry 600 cells, 100 shells, because at some point you're going to hit 50 shells and you won't be able to get more and you're passing up these ammo boxes. Yeah, it drives you insane. And you need to get that backpack ASAP so you can just up your arsenal to like the sickest amount you can. Um, So that's actually, from playing that game over and over and over, like to a sick extent, that's my first... Like advice, find the fucking yeah. backpack as soon as you can. Absolutely, because yeah. I mean, you do definitely get maxed out, and that's one of those things where, like, in in a couple of the episodes after that, like, I hit a couple spots where I lost some health, and I had to backtrack because there was a lot of health I was passing over because it was I didn't need it at the time. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and then I needed it, so I I went back, and then you know, then you're finding secrets and cool shit like. Um, the last little part of story that I have is the, um, 
the awesome part where like it was blurry as hell because I remember this from when I was a fucking kid. And I don't know if this exists in Doom 64 or if I actually did play through fucking episode 2, but the final fucking level of episode 2, the first time you see a fucking cyber demon, like oh, in that big open area. Towers of, Tower the, of Babel. Yeah, Tower of Babel. Episode 2. In the open it. area oh, with yeah. the fucking flaming skulls coming after yep, you. Like, I remember place. every fucking detail of that level. And I don't recall, like, some of the shit. Like, I didn't remember that you had to restart each each episode. So it's like, I mean, it could have been the simple fact that I put, watched Kyle fucking play. Because yeah, that was like, more than one. Been it. That's the first map I showed everyone. Maybe. Because well, it's, well, and, and it's like, like so Kyle awesome. told me, though, great music. He, definitely, he definitely got me a copy of it on my old computer that I had back in the day. Yeah. But I know it couldn't even run Doom. It was such a shitty computer. Oh. It couldn't even run Doom. So, like, I, and I I think for some reason it did run Blood, though. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, weird. Computers weird. are I, I bizarre, just, though. Yeah, it was bizarre. It's probably like Windows point. 95 but, um, version C, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, if right. I did play that battle... <laughs> Then I didn't. I never played beyond episode two. Then that's for sure. Because, but that that fucking cyber demon battle in Brutal Doom. Oh my fucking god! It was amazing. Isn't it, it was great? Epic. The 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 music they used for the battle was fucking perfect. Like the fact that he shoots even faster in Brutal Doom than he did in the original. Like he's sitting oh, there yeah. unloading, like strafe. You had to be the strafe, the strafe fucking. It's master all about strafing. That's that. our secret. And yeah, the the splash damage is nuts in Brutal Doom. Oh yeah, you know? like Jesus um, Christ, man! And at the very beginning um, of the level, you see the barons like smattered on the wall, mm-hmm. and it's like the first thing you think of, like these were the two bosses at the first episode. Like, who did this? Like, yep. it's almost like to view that, to go through that the first time, which I did, like, I didn't expect. I never saw the Cyber Demon, like, ever. And then yeah. I got to it, and it was like, oh, <laughs> like, just that whole reveal. You just run like, away. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, like, four barons when you, you start. Um, you have to hit these and switches to get. On the fucking yep. wall. Yeah, they're, like, splattered. I think that's one of the only times you ever see that, actually. It's really weird. Like they never have that in like any other levels. It's what, very the rare. The barons hanging on the wall. Yeah, the splattered I, barons. I want to say it's, I've seen it. It may be in a in a higher level, like episode four, the ultimate doom package. Thy flesh consumed. See, yeah, you'll see it in like a few, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of like used for the moment of impact. Like, yeah. what can you do that to a baron? Because a baron takes like five rockets to kill. At least. Uh-huh. You know. Um, and I can actually explain the cyber demon the way that it works, because um, with the how like it's just like a self-reloading like rocket launcher. So people are like where where do all the rockets come from? But they have the teleporters in Doom. So I always thought there was like a little teleporter built into his rocket launcher, and it's hooked and it's uh, <laughs> connected to like Hell's warehouse, which is just filled with <laughs> rockets and plasma and yeah. for the arachnatrons and shit. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> which Jeff will see soon enough. Just wait till you see the bestiary in Doom Two, man. They fucking amp it up oh, yeah. so beautifully. Yeah, Doom Two is so. A speaking of Doom Two, I think I'm going to continue on, you know, later with uh, Episode Three and Four. But um, Version Twenty of Brutal Doom's coming out next month. Nice. Yes, it is. Well, June fifth, 
June 4th, June 5th. Yeah, and I've been watching videos, and they're they're gonna start doing more splatter fucking blood on the ceilings and shit, and a double fucking assault rifle from Goldeneye. They're having that in there. And there's like thir- uh, 30 new-, new levels or something. Yeah. 30 new levels. Like, City. There's a bunch of crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Rise of the Triad style. style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. Ludicrous I think I'm games. just gonna wait for Doom Two, though. I'm gonna wait for Doom Two. There you go. Um, just to fucking experience it with Brutal Doom fucking version twenty. Yeah, Doom Two on how steroids. How often do they release a Brutal? How often do they release a Brutal Doom? Like every six months? No, no, no. I think the last time they did a big update was 2013 on Halloween. I got it when it first came out. I remember because it was such a big uh, change that version. I think it was 19 that came out. And that was a big deal because, yeah, like, 17 or 18 had some real annoying bugs in it, and I liked it, but it kind of turned me off, and then I said, oh, I saw 19 was coming 2013. I waited, and I was very happy with 19 when it came out at the time. But 20, like you said, they definitely wow. revamped the hell out of it, so it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You know what's crazy, though, is that, like, some of the people that were bitching about Brutal Doom, though, they could have been playing 17 or 18. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's it's you got to yep. have some kind of technical skill for these Brutal Dooms because you got to add all these packs a certain way. Like for me, my Brutal Doom mm-hmm. that I optimize, I put on Brutal Doom, and then I actually put on this uh, separate thing that's a HUD manager. And what it is, it's so then I just have this minimalistic um, thing on the screen so I can be full screen but I can still see my life bar and it's like in a transparent way in the corner and all my ammo transparent on the top right hand and that's a separate add-on that's not built into Brutal Doom it's just an addition that you can add on top of it to make it more you know to your liking and if people really optimize it it'll look really slick actually you can see what it looks like in my uh, recording I did a video on Brutal Doom that's what I used and that's what Jeff and me were talking I think, about. I think what's I great about PCs, my, like yeah. with PCs, you can add anything. You can you know, customize Jeff, like, the shit out of things. Yeah, we were just talking about well, that. And like they how take insane. a fucking awesome game and they make it go on forever. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And and ever and like, updates and shit. Dude, Doom's still going on. When was Doom released? Ninety-three, four. Ninety-three, I think, 94? in Christmas time. Okay, so twenty years, twenty-two years later. It's still going fucking strong. They're releasing a new fucking Doom mod yeah. next month that we're looking for. Still making to. new Doom levels. Like, we want That's what I'm saying. Like, there's millions. Like, there's so many that you have to look for fucking best of lists to see which ones are the ones to fucking play. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's um the one pack that they recommended for Doom uh, version 20 called reoccurring nightmare which is basically that what kyle was talking about it's a redo of the entire original doom in doom 2 with with like 30 extra levels or some shit wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) treats and the fact that they did all that compatible and it's supposed to be like a self it's supposed to be like a self-contained pack though kevin now like really if what you download is like all you need i guess oh that from what i'm reading that's fucking cool you know I hope so. Don't call it gospel, but from what I'm reading, yeah. Okay, well, that's <laughs> cool. gospel. Yeah, because everything I did in the past, it was a whole lot of, like, I had to get all these different pieces, and I got it to work, yep. but, I mean, I think to myself, well, I'm more savvy with this. Imagine a guy that just wants to play it and experience it. Talk He's going to get frustrated and pissed and not even do it, you know? But here's my experience. Oh, Skull Tag, cool. Let's look up Skull Tag. Oh, Skull Tag doesn't exist anymore. No, it's Zandronum. Zandronum Zandronum is the follow-up. Yep, that's what I use. Oh, let me go and find Zandronum. Oh, then you go muddle through like a bunch more sites, and then 
Eventually, when it works, you feel like you've conquered the world. <laughs> Brings me back to the mid-90s trying to get a game to run on your damn computer. <laughs> Remember D-Hacked? Oh, Doom? yeah. Try- oh, my God. Trying to get um, a Doom wad that added, like, weapons or Oh, it was madness to do, like, the Ghostbuster mod or to do, like, the Simpson one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the only one that ever really worked on a consistent basis was the a- the Alien one. Yeah. That was the only one that ever worked for me, like, on a stable basis. There you go. Everything else felt like you were, you know, you had the, like, untie Gordian's knot or something. There you go. So, yeah, that's the thing with, I guess, so supposedly it's, like, a self-contained, like, sphere where that's all you need. So let's hope that's the case. Definitely. I'm just really excited about the new version, though. I'm kind of freaking out, actually. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's one of those <laughs> things where yeah, we'll we'll probably end up talking about it. What again. platform Why? are you because gonna you guys gonna game. get it for? I'm gonna get mine for I think the CDI. It'll <laughs> <laughs> run real <laughs> smooth, yeah. real smooth. <laughs> yeah, and um, I've I've already beaten Doom and Doom Two on Ultraviolence with Brutal Doom, um. But yeah, I I can pretty much pick up that game like at any time and play it. So I was just messing around and just trying to do some cool fatalities. What? Yeah, but the cool thing that I found there's a great glitch where, at least in the version that I have, when you do a fatality, you get health. Yeah. Yes, brutality bonus. Yeah. yeah so basically, you can just and you can like like uh, exploit that and just the fact that when you as Jeff was kind of saying like. Everyone stands still when you're killing a certain guy with a fatality. Mm-hmm. Like every everything freezes, and you're like, so like people aren't attacking you. It's kind of like an RPG. Like only one person can attack at a time. So yeah, so you can monopolize that. You gain ten health, then you go to the next guy. And then Jeff was even saying how it's like it expands on that where you kill everyone around you anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you can basically, and, and I don't know if you experienced it though, Kyle. But if you sh- kill certain guys or shoot shoot like one of the guy's legs off, he'll sit there and go, oh, oh, yeah. and then you can shoot him in the head again, and you get ten health too. Yeah, the execution deal. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what I do whenever I get a berserk, I just use that for the rest of the level <laughs> because I it supplements my health, and it's and fun, just, yeah, and it's fun, and <laughs> and I can you can just sneak up on a guy because I know. Since I made levels for so long, I know like their their little ways. Uh huh. So I can just sneak up on them and do a strafe or something and walk, so, and bam, they're stuck. I do actually have something on the the fucking craziness. Yeah, you can uh, switch between two different berserk modes. Like there's a crush one and like a a rip and tear yep. mode. Yeah, yeah, like cracks his knuckles when you switch it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, now I was getting a glitch with this, where like I would go after like what are the big fucking amiibo gu- amoeba guys that shoot out the fucking lasers? The cacodemons. Like the big, br- yeah. yeah. I would go after like a cacodemon, and when I would fucking fatality him, he'd like turn into an imp or a demon. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so like, that is bizarre. yeah, like I would. It was it was like downgrading like all the enemies for like it would it would do it like at random times, but I could get it to do it like every time. That's crazy. It was like right after you get the fucking berserk, and if you're in the rip and tear fucking mode, you and your glitches, like, man. Yeah, fuck yeah, every time. It's a man. bug God that damn. they didn't. Catch. Well, he's the play tester. He finds everything. Dude, <laughs> I I play I play a game two years after its release, and I find there bugs. There you go. <laughs> Now, did either of you guys, um, you know, 
get a horde of fucking uh, space marines to follow you around. That's what's cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're so on the guys. I was doing that too. Yeah, like walking the guys around with all stakes, fucking berserk like... mode and having four guys. Yeah, like because yeah, just... the guys that are like impaled on the stakes, you can like save them instead that's, of that's the a invisibility huge... spear. Dude, that is so fucking awesome. Like that yeah. that's probably one of my favorite. Like who who thought you could take it to that level because okay, basically the guy w- there's a sprite that's the space marine, but that sprite is during a deathmatch or co-op. You never see the space marine. Yes. Unless, you know, because you there's not like a third person view in that game yep. like Vice City or something. So you you always just see what's in front of you, but there is a sprite when you play the multiplayer online. So they took that sprite mm-hmm. and they just kind of gave him like a slightly random behavior and then, you know, shoot at the enemies and stay close to, you know, the main character or are his properties. And, and he kind of uses the same weapon as you do as well. So, so Kyle, did, did you know that with the, uh, the space Marines that are on the stakes though, uh-huh. if you wait too long to save them, like the imps, they'll go fucking yeah, they'll kill eat them. them. I'd never seen that. I saw it. It was so awesome. <laughs> I was I was gonna go and save one, and I was like fucking around with another guy, killing. I look over and all the imps are fucking devouring him, and then he's like all like withered on the fucking thing, like eaten on the steak. Oh, that's incredible! Like, Holy shit, dude! I think I got so like cool. Yeah, because I think my my versions is like a few years old, so that's well, why I can't wait the, to get the, the new is, version because it's gonna blow my mind. The, the thing is, too, Kyle, is that you're like you do have that game memorized, so you probably go fucking save him immediately too. Like it's flying through the game, you know what I mean? It's it's like more than memorized. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that's what I'm saying. So maybe you just never even took the time. Now you will, and you'll be like, oh, anything like dark <laughs> gothic. I'm just like, gotta. I'm just super attracted to like. It's just that's who I am. Like it's, that, it's just dangerous and dark and badass. Like Symphony of the Night, Rondo. It's just so like oh. What's cool is you know, um, the mood that that game puts me in Doom is just like oh, like it's, it's something else, man. Yeah, it really is. It's just wow. Yeah, especially like Kevin was saying, like level five. Yeah, uh, Phobos Slab is just oh. That's like. The pinnacle, one of the pinnacles of the first Doom is map uh, five of the first episode. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Phobos Lab. Just, first level to have Phobos. ambience to it. It's got that music, yeah, and you start off with the pool in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and uh, yep. the, just the way that's designed, um, it's very, the design is very strong in that level, and the way the puzzles like unfold. Definitely. Um, I also like the secrets, though, in the third map of the first episode. There's a ton of... That's where you access the secret level yep. of the military base. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's so many secrets. Uh, that's where I always load up my ammo like crazy. Like the, the third level in the first episode is one of the best deathmatch or co-op games. I'd say deathmatch, too, because there's so many weapons. And it's like soul spheres, which give you the 200 health. A lot of hiding spots. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic. That level one. drove me crazy to find that secret up the stairs where you had to listen to that elevator noise. Ooh, and then you got to yep, go. and then you got to find that one spot. That secret I remember took me forever the first time I played Doom. Find that the thing. The first and the first level of Doom has that kind of that whole like 
that one part where the elevator falls and you have to like time it right. Yeah, like that, a, a, for some reason I was able pool. to find that one easy, but the one in th- that three took me forever for some reason. I remember back in the day. Yeah, there's, and that's the thing that's cool. Like when you beat a level, it tells you how many percentages, like what your percentage of secrets was. Yeah. So you know yeah, if you miss yeah. something, like oh fuck. And John, my buddy that I grew up with, and uh, Jeff's hung out with him a bunch of times. You know we're fucking pirates. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, we always set sail on drunken rum rampages. Nice. But his... Sir, Sir Brown Surf. <laughs> yes, but his dad <laughs> was, like, o- the OCD do master. His dad, yes. like, almost was, like, with us when we- he was, like, showing... He was in the Hexen, too, in Heretic. John's dad was great. That's awesome. And he had to get 100% items and secrets in every level. Like, if he didn't get it, he would, like, load it. That's... <laughs> And he never oh. used any online shit, and he got all of it. You know what? On, Explain to me the... I never him. looked into it, that 100% items. Like, does that mean, hey, I had 100% health, I couldn't pick up the health because I didn't need it. Would that count against you? I never really looked into the items being 100%. That's the thing. Um, How does that calculate? I never really looked into. Yeah, that's a good question, because... So you have 100... I think it's everything... Um, now, if you can't, yeah. if you can't pick up, and this is where the OCDness comes in. I think so. If he saw like some shotgun shell, yeah, and he and he, let's say theoretically, he'd just he shoot had, the wall to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. No, I that's know where the o- See, for that's me, where the OCD comes. There's a whole in. bunch of times I got a hundred hundred percent kills and a hundred percent secrets, but it's like ninety percent items, and I'm like, well, I'm full on everything. What the hell else would I pick up? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so that's where the OCD comes in. Like, <laughs> so I never so you gave have to a waste shit about ammo the to get 100%. the ammo. <laughs> that's just being, yeah, that's just being OCD. If it's a hundred secret and kill, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, and yep. um, I think that's how it works. Again, don't hold me. To well, I was a bloodthirsty that, teenager. Technically, hundred percent kills was good enough. <laughs> that was my thing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's all I, I wanted. In. Nobody. That's why I got I into done. that game because I was such a horror fanatic, and it was such a horror. It's like sci-fi horror. Yeah, you know. And that's what's cool about like Kill Secret, man. That's what's cool about the Cyber Demon. Like you have this like demon who's like fused with wiring, metal, computer. Yeah, chips. but he's this fuck like yeah. horror. It's just fucking badass. I'm just like fuck yeah. Like this is exactly what I'm talking about. You know, they almost mm-hmm. just like read my mind. Like this is exactly what I want to play right now. And that's why I just want. So, that's why I just went, went so crazy on it. And the music though. I gotta say, the original music to me will never be, can't be replaced. Yeah. Because the mood um, is just something else. And even like the DOS, just the DOS soundtrack. Because you can get the, I have all the MP3 stuff and all that good stuff, but the DOS original soundtrack. (laughs) But it, it, it does something, especially like the second map of the first episode or yeah. um, the fifth map, Phobos Lab 1. Yep. It just does something that's just like creepy and brooding. And it has, yeah. it's just like, whoa, this is just awesome. The thing is, though, is MIDI music when done right is very, very, um, it has a lot of ambiance to it and it's very dramatic and it sets the mood perfectly if it's done right. The atmosphere deal, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why I kept going back to it as I was playing. So I'm like, oh, you got this new upgraded upgraded music, but I can play the original. And that's what's cool about Doom too, because then eventually, um, you know, after I got into the Doom CAD and making all the levels and 
then playing all the stuff over again and again. And I, I just turned the music off and I'd play like industrial tech stuff, like like bands like Frontline Assembly or Skinny Puppy, like just those kind of dark tech bands and it fit. Slayer and you're done. <laughs> it's, and like metal is cool too, but I actually think it's with all the space stations uh, yeah. and stuff, yeah, you, need you need like the industrial, like the heavy, the yeah. crazy, like the crazy metallic fucking drums and shit yeah. where it sounds like you're in a factory. That's yeah. Perfect for fucking day. So that's why, that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah. Throw on your frontline <laughs> assembly, throw on your skinny puppy, maybe your ministry. That kind of stuff is like prime. And what, yeah, that's what's cool about more about what we were talking about on a few episodes back, the options. So you can't really complain because you can always turn it on or off. That's right. Exactly. So th- it's moot if you're like, well, I don't like the music, so turn it off, kid. <laughs> That's right. Shut the <laughs> hell up and turn it off. off. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't like it. <laughs> and that was what it's funny because I was reading, they showed on the Brutal Doom, like the highest rating yeah. and the lowest rating. And I was like reading like the lowest rating. It's always interesting on like Amazon and stuff too to like read the lowest rating <laughs> of like a great oh yeah like a great movie like Blade Runner and like read the guy that put like one star. Well, I don't like it. Yeah, and it's that's just always like wow because you it just blows my mind. And I the thing that the one guy said like is this guy a sadist like. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of got me laughing because it's like, of course he is. Like that's why I think we all got into Doom. It was gory, it was dark, it was dangerous. You know, it had that thing to it, kind of like even like Leisure Suit Larry. It's so different, but it was like dangerous. Like well, it's kind of like if somebody something... complained that Mortal Kombat is t- has too much gore in it. <laughs> yeah, like Leisure it's more... and like Leisure Suit Larry with like the the TNA. It was just something that kids weren't supposed to see, and it kind of was an attractor and a magnet for us, because that's like a coming of age, like you want to, you know, you're growing up, and you're kind of yeah. getting to that point, and you're you're ready for this stuff you feel, but your parents don't feel you are, and it creates this uh, reverse psychology conflict, which makes you want to pursue it all the more. Well, and unlike consoles of the day, PC was primarily unregulated yeah and parents because there was an educational aspect yes parents tended to not monitor or not even give a shit what their kids were playing on the computer because oh you're learning something. just like Good kids on their iPads lo, lo, now. And, <laughs> lo and lo and behold kyle sitting there fucking murdering demons and watching boobs bounce on leadership there you go <laughs> like, like you know what i mean Mixes like them together and playing for hugo's Duke house of, <laughs> playing hugo's house of horrors and his mom's helping him <laughs> and like, like duke classic yeah like duke 3d with the strip club yeah. and um oh yeah like that was one of my, that was one of my cousins he was really young and got in into duke 3d and that was just one of his first experiences ever with like tna that's i was always like how many hundred dollar bills does <laughs> this guy have <laughs> that's the beauty of like non-reality yeah that's what's great about not having gasoline in vice city <laughs> exactly that's yep. you don't like have to define it 100 percent. like that's the problem like oh this guy's wallet has like a hundred dollars now <laughs> that's what it would be though yep. you would have a hundred dollars and you can only spend that much and then once you spent that but this game it's like that's not the point you'd only get one shake it baby <laughs> yeah, shake it, baby. That's, it sounds like it, Kyle. It sounds like you're defining the new mobile free-to-play generation. There you go. Money, money, <laughs> oh, money, you money, money, money. Freemium. 
You want to <laughs> you want to throw another hundred dollar yeah. bill? You got to pay a hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> right. It's like oh, spe- speaking of a premium. <laughs> if there's supply and demand, bam, you know. Hey, hey Kyle. Speaking of a premium, mm-hmm. and Andrea sent me a um an email yesterday, and Kevin may may realize this one here, but um. Mortal Kombat X just released the Cold War skin pack. Um, and for some reason, it's not included in the $30 fucking season pack. Oh, that's just nice. So, basically now, there's a new Sub-Zero fucking skin, you know, different costume that came out. Gotta pay $5 for it. There's the new Cold War fucking skin pack. Gotta pay $10 for it. Like... They are nickel and diamond wow. people on the. I think it's and, gouging. And like the, <laughs> this is the proper term. The season pack was thirty dollars. <laughs> like you get Jason, you get Predator. I understand you get a couple of cool fucking characters, but it's the season yeah, pack. That's why you I bought that damn season pack. That. Well, thanks for ruining my night. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Kevin. I'm here for you. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> but like, dude, that's like freemium, man. That is freemium all the way like this is where shit is going this is why konami went down the fucking shitter when they decided this is where they're going with their games like what are they thinking like and and the irony is you know what they're thinking greed because people are going to buy it it's always the adams family book yeah (laughs) greed we just greed that's why you gotta gotta kill all the members of the family (laughs) that movie is so great i I, I think i'm gonna watch that with with uh, judy very soon that movie's That's just right. so fucking good. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like most, like, shows to movie type things, but that one's really good. But I don't mean to get off too hard. Yeah. yeah. Like the Gilgan Island movie? All right, so, um... <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Kevin, before you before you uh, start your section, Kevin, yeah. we should probably pause, because we're at, like, 72 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're awesome. We're so fucking epic. No problem. All yeah, right. mine'll, be, mine'll be pretty long-winded, so we better do a fresher, I guess. Vodka, vodka, and diet squirt, people. Diet squirt, (laughs) diet squirt. Judy taught me the ways. Judy taught me like, because it just mixes perfectly with vodka. You can't even taste the shit. I'm drinking a um. I'm mixing rum with Dr Pepper right now. There you go. That's a good mix. It's a good combo. Rum, rum, pepper. Yes. Bacardi. Bacardi style pirate. One of the pirate worst combos style. that I had to improvise back in my younger years for a party is I had high C cooler and Malibu rum. <laughs> Sounds good. But everybody wanted to get crocs, so that's all I had. So guess what? It all got drank. I'd enjoy it. 
Yeah, it's pretty rough having high C cooler. I don't I remember, think you can Cal, buy you that remember, um, <laughs> remember my crazy? Do you remember my crazy um, parties in college, Cal, where I'd have like the uh, the big tub full of uh, just straight Everclear, and you'd have all the grain get absorbed into fruit and nice. call it like. Cool. Oh, that was awesome! Yeah, I had to drive home Dude, that I night. Get... I actually got pulled over. <laughs> I got oh, pulled over that night, and uh, cop was super awesome. It was hilarious. That's rare. <laughs> I got so lucky. I, I was just to call him sir, and he he gets his sense of power, and his ego is is like nourished. <laughs> it's he, nourished. He's, and he's, yeah, he's cool. It's funny though the the effect of Chinese telephone because I I went over to Kevin's like a week or two ago, and I brought like some vodka, and then um, Candace wasn't there that night, but Candace told Judy eventually like. The story got like mutated, Kevin, to where like I stumbled through the door with a bottle of vodka in my hand. Okay. And like <laughs> proceeded to drink the rest of it. Like that's what's so funny. Like what really happened, I came in with a bottle of vodka in a bag and then when I got into Kevin's basement I poured it into a glass. But that's what's so funny I like, about I like the how drunken a story can Kyle get so... pirate fucking story better though. Yeah, it, it's 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 like a legend. Like the it, legend of drunken cat. It gets it's so mis- it gets so misconstrued <laughs> that by the end it's almost like because um Candace was telling Judy I like we I had porn on my YouTube page, so Judy's <laughs> Judy comes Judy's like what is this I hear like it's I'm like oh, oh my goodness oh because of that VG Masters Club I'm like I have a there's a link on a YouTube page. <laughs> That is connected to an email account that was deactivated because I never logged into it for about three or four years. And because of that link, it goes to this weird-ass Asian site, which we talked about in the last episode. So that constitutes me having porn on my YouTube Well, that's the problem. Yes, it does. Women are the source of Chinese telephones, so... Yeah, so I showed Judy all this. She's like, "Oh, I get it. I guess Candace is just, you know, a little bit." Uh, yeah, that's the problem like, with pre- pregnant she, women. They're they're all over the map. <laughs> she takes it to this level that's like astronomical. That's awesome. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! I stumbled into Kevin's like with a vodka bottle, like after driving to his house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> And then he got Captain so angry about the Mario Kart in. video we did, he like broke the bottle and started screaming <laughs> and throwing things. And, and then I, yeah, and then I broke it, I started cutting myself. And, yep. you know, like, <laughs> started threatening my life. And I bled all over the stairs and my way out, and Kevin had to clean it all up before she came home. And yep. It was bad. I was up late that night. <laughs> So Bring yeah, it's, Kyle's massacre. It's just <laughs> fucking classic, like how stories get misconstrued. Oh man, I man, had no clue that me. got that mad. That's gonna. I, be, it did, dude. Like, uh, I guess with, was... with Candace, you really gotta like specify. Yeah, you gotta be extremely particular. No, it's the same thing happens to me. <laughs> if I just say something general, she'll run with it. But I, I've just been around her much longer, so I'm very specific nowadays when I say <laughs> something. So. I'm, I'm just glad Judy's cool enough to like just kind of be like. Well, I, she's been I, around. I she's been around her so long. I think she yeah. has an idea too. I think she just wants to get a rise out of you or give you a hard time as a joke. I think that's their whole goal. What's 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 cool about it? Like Candace is telling Judy, like I've never met anyone like Kyle, and Judy's like, I'm, I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, someone who's so, and I'm like, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. She's <laughs> like, yeah, basically, just someone who's so laid back to where there's. 
it's like whatever. Because most oh, yeah. times pe- people you are know, like you know, wanting time, to though. do something. I'm going to start manipulating from behind the scenes. <laughs> like people always have like something to do or like an agenda. Yeah. Whereas like I think she was talking on her iPhone for like 20 minutes and we were playing like Wii Bowling. Okay. And uh, I'll use this as a transition for that. But um, she's like, why didn't you tell me it was my turn? I'm like, it's all good. <laughs> Where most people would be like, why are you sitting there? Come on, we're trying to have a bowling game. But yeah, like, it's just like it's fine. I just have that Buddhist mentality, like it's always all good. Yeah, Richard Gear did matter. make it popular. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that kind of brings me to the whole why she loves wee bowling because I'm positively reinforcing it. And oh, definitely, it's, fun- it's funny. Like the third or fourth time she played, she almost beat my high score, which is like two. It was like two eleven. I think it's like two twenty or something now. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, she she loves it. Um, it's the sports we sports resort one because it's so accurate, you know. Yeah, that one's the best one. Another one that's pretty fun that you should try is the Wii Play one if you got it. We Play. I, I have the original. I have the resort, and then I have. Isn't there a bowling one in that like mini games thing? There's Jeff, a, like, there's like Wii Play Motion Plus version too. I think. Hmm. So there's never like two Wii Plays. I think. It's like it's got the tank game in it. That's really cool. I like the tank game in it. Yeah, I think I got the original Wii Play because it came with a free controller. Yeah, that's one that came with free controller. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it doesn't have bowling on it though. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that, okay, I don't think that's got bowling. Not the Wii Play. It's got like duck hunt and stuff. So that's that's kind of it's funny though because um one of those little packs that you can buy like the little mini game deals um. There's like a ski ball. Do you know which one that is, Jeff? Yeah. What is Was that? Was it Game Party Three? Yeah, it's something. And if I use a Has certain like charts in it and ski ball charts, yeah, that was the one that Andrea was beating yeah. us at. Andrea destroyed us. <laughs> yeah, and if if you play the ski ball, if I play it with a certain controller, I can get a perfect score. Really? I can get the 100 every yeah. time. But it has to be with only a with certain one controller. controller. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so that it's like weird though. Like, I don't know, like, why that is, or if it's a, the, so obviously the detection sensor is, like, different. Yeah. It definitely is, like, different. Every house, every, all the interference, where you position it, the TV size, everything. It all has to, has a factor. And that's probably even the battery life in the controller, I bet. That, too. (laughs) That's another big thing. You gotta keep those fuckers. And that's funny because you gotta keep those fuckers filled with batteries because when I went to Kevin's, we we were playing um, the Mario Kart, which, yep. and you you had the the low batteries on your controller, which I had, and it was just funny. Like those fuckers, they mm-hmm. just suck it all. Up. Yeah, those Wii controls well, don't what, last what long we, at all. Um, Man, what we progress to now is we have the Energizer battery packs, and there's like a a charge pad, and so basically when you're done, you just put the controllers on the charge pad, and they automatically charge. Works pretty well. Yeah, that's what Eric's got. I've just been too lazy to get one. (laughs) Yeah, because me and the wife played um, more Mario Party uh, this weekend, last weekend. Cool. Um, We actually played just the normal Mario Party, and actually this time it was fun as shit. Um, And then, of course, we ended it with that damn gem game. Jewel drop. Whatever it was. Yeah, that was fun as shit, of course. but, But the actual Mario Party this time wasn't that bad. The computer's still a bunch of cheating bastards, though. Well, wouldn't be Mario without cheating computer. Yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> that's how it is though. On every seems like every board game that has computer, they 
either make it too dumb where it's like you're not playing versus anybody or they make it like so ridiculously hard that you could even possibly be that lucky if you tried <laughs> which, yeah. which kind of roll the per- it, it makes sense too because to mm-hmm. get that kind of intelligence is like super tough yeah to actually hone it to where it actually you, plays more like a human yeah that'd be impossible like chess master like Type thing like chess, chess master. I was having John play because John, my buddy, is like super awesome at chess. And he, which, which uh, system, Super Nintendo, the NES one, the NES, cool. one. yeah. And, um, because it's kind of a joke, like, because in the the thing, Kurt Russell version with with John Carpenter, who who directed it, and uh, yep. Kurt Russell, and it's so, basically the remake, the first remake, yeah, the first fr- remake, remake from the thing from another world is the original black and white film, but because they've now remake the remake, so yeah. <laughs> and Kurt Russell's like playing this chess game in one scene. He's like in a shack in his little like mm-hmm. shanty, like getting ready to go to bed or whatever, just having a drink. And uh, he pours the drink in the chess machine. He's like cheating, bitch. You know, <laughs> and that, that's and yeah, that's the thing yeah. with, that John found out with Chess Master. That's kind of like why we started playing it. Because I was like, let's let's pull a Kurt Russell here. Let's see if you can do this. And uh, if you make one wrong move, you're done. Oh yeah. And that's kind of like that's so that's like the programming grounds for that. So it's like, like whenever I you know why I asked about the Super Nintendo one though is because my sister had the Chess Master for Super Nintendo. And I think that's the most fair AI that I've ever played versus in a chess, any kind of like board game, but like for chess, because they had like a bunch of different settings, had fantasy pieces for it, but um, it moved pretty quickly. Like you'd have to wait an hour for the computer to calculate the moves. Dun, 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 dun. And it was yeah. like, I could <laughs> Dobbin win. had that game too, the Super yeah, Nintendo I, one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> And they played dun, through dun, dun, it. Dun. <laughs> so I think the AI on the NES, we were changing like the, the difficulty levels, and it wasn't like mm-hmm. changing the hardness of it. So, See, that, so w- that was like a um, the, probably like the whatever the processing power, or the algorithm they used on the Nintendo one just wasn't good. Yeah, the algorithm deal, right? Yeah, something like that. Like they just didn't know how to program it right. So it was either too impossible or dumb. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing: he has apps, and he's like nearly undefeated on his chess apps. Like he has apps like versus real people around the world. Yeah, and he can't fucking beat one game of chess master. But he's like <laughs> he's like uh, nearly undefeated. I think he is undefeated. I don't want to say nearly, but if it's not true or whatever, but I think he's actually undefeated pretty good at chess for sure versus yeah. real people but he says there's like no competition really like i don't think yeah. you have like you know 10 year olds probably there you go that's the thing like you don't know who you're playing against online but john just beats the shit out of all those 10 year olds yeah it just tells you though that like <laughs> how merciless like programming can be too yep you know absolutely man yeah so um just perfection but I definitely think, like, with the, with the Wii and everything, like, that's, like, great dating, like, it's, like, the best dating system. Especially yeah, it's, with it's, it's just super, bowling in general, like, it, no, it's, it's it was super a casual. Like, it, it's, me and Judy have had such a great time with the Wii, like, it's already paid off, like, ten times plus just in that. 
time. I mean, yeah, it was the same thing with like you playing it over at my place because my wife wanted to play it all the time too. Yeah, and we bowling and the jerks. And game. She's amazed. Same thing. And she's amazed how much this the resort one, like how accurate it, it is. Yeah, and it's fun as shit. Yeah, she likes the one hundred pin deal too. That's pretty awesome. Instead of I mean, you, you remember pins, you, you remember the classic though, right, Kyle? We used to play, um, and I used to do this back when I was in Germany too. It's called drunk wee bowling. If you didn't get a strike or a spare, you had to take a shot, take a drink. So it was like it was always fun. You're always drinking because it's like you hardly ever do you close out an entire game, which is so good because fun as fuck. It's funny, yeah, because with with the ski ball, it's like I wish I could get perfect, and then when I found myself that certain controller I was using, whatever, I was getting a perfect every time, and it was like there's no point to even play anymore mm-hmm. because it's it's just That's why like, when you add add a fun party aspect to it too, where you have other people doing it, and then you add you know drinking to it and having a good time and. Even gives you another nostalgia to it, and it's just not exciting unless it's meaningful. So the the strike yeah. the strike means something because it's not easy to get. So yes. it's not like downplayed at all. It's actually the op- complete opposite. Um, but yeah, I just want to throw that to Kevin though too. Like, um, does Candace dig all that stuff? I'm pretty sure. I yeah, no the would, but... the Wii is what her go to system is mainly. Especially that damn Captain Toad game she can't get enough of. <laughs> Women love the Wii, man. Women yeah. love the Wii. But it's a good way to introduce them to video games if they were, you know, they were taboo about video games. That'd be yes. the best system to get them started. And then if you can get them to like it enough, then get them to like a franchise that you like through the Wii and then try to pull them back with retro stuff and say, this is where the franchise started. And you might have a shot at them being interested, but. Yeah, you that's know. how that's how I kind of did yeah. it because um, Judy like Family Feud, yeah, Wheel of Fortune. So the NES has all those. It's got like four Wheel of Fortunes. Yeah, that's like the fail safe. Any of the game show games work for every age. And she she just loved mm-hmm. that. And then also, yeah, I, as far as the bowling goes, she's like, this is just so fun. And so her idea of games, and this kind of goes even to like raising London, is positive from what she's seen. Yeah. So yes. having that like creates this great energy. Oh, and um, by the way, London came in while I was playing uh, Brutal Doom. Uh oh. <laughs> she call she call she she calls it the uh the hurt himself game. She's like, Oh the guys hurt themselves. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there like blowing them, their guts going everywhere. Uh. Oh he hurt himself. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh no no. This is just all demons and bad guys. <laughs> She it's was okay hell. with it because it was demons and bad guys. Yeah, we saw the bad guys. That's so funny, though. Um, so Andrea did find a new Trivial Pursuit game for the PlayStation 4. I'm not sure if it's on the Xbox One or not. But apparently you play Trivial Pursuit with people online. Really? So it's, it's like a cool, fun little trivia game or something. I mean, I'm going to definitely have to try it out this weekend and see if it's, you know, it's worth continuing to go back to it. Those were always tough. Fucking- it's like Jeopardy, oh, yeah. though. Like you had the, you had to be. You know, I think there's like two types of IQs: the like useless knowledge IQ, or you know, like the date that this battle happened or whatever. And there's the IQ of like knowing what's really going on in, in the universe type thing, like seeing through the bullshit. 
<laughs> um, having like a super common sense, like beyond that type. That's the other IQ, like philosophical style. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, though. Um, yeah, with those like trivia games, or if you don't know it, I mean, fuck, right? Like my favorites when they're like in the 1971 Olympics. Who got the gold medal for wrestling? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> sports Jeopardy is the worst. Oh, it's a My nightmare. dad's like, let's get this. He knows all the answers. I'm just like, I- I'm not going to play this game. Like, <laughs> I know nothing. Like, this is, I have no fucking clue. That's kind of where it stops for a lot of people because I don't know. Like, I-, I always thought, like, how how do you even know that much knowledge? You know, like, what happened? Like, I'd I'd love to hear their story. Like. What did yeah, you just like, read, like, encyclopedias? Like, did you just get bored as a kid? What's an encyclopedia? Just, like, lock your... Yeah, I know. Re- <laughs> encyclopedia Britannica. Remember those old commercials? Shit's <laughs> Britannica. <laughs> Kevin, you got you start from, like, toddler doom, like... Give, yes. the, give the longest fucking, like... Toddler epic, Doom. Epic story. Yes, what the yes. hell are you talking about? Toddler, toddler Doom. Doom. Toddler Doom. Talk about toddler like, your Doom. very toddler first Doom. <laughs> your very first experience. Like, oh, you want you, me to ramble? Know, like, like give that? it the no, whole I was fucking... gonna talk about what we played for this week for Doom. Not around. Toddler man. Doom. Toddler Doom. Doom. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, just do whatever. I'm just saying. I got you. Just go crazy. All right. You played well. the Toddler Doom mod, right? <laughs> yeah, really. Need all of it. Better get uh, some water here if I'm gonna go on my tirade here. Yes. So I know no. Kevin can. And we, all right. Uh, the more right. Kevin material, the better. Well. All right, Kyle. Kyle, cheers. Let's drink while we listen to Toddler Doom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, mm. since I knew Jeff would have mm. a great synopsis of Brutal Doom, I decided to do something a little bit different because Kyle would um, have plenty to say about Doom because he's been playing it just as long as me. And I figured, what is something different I could add to the table? Because you can only say so much about Brutal Doom, even no matter how great it is. But you can talk about Doom in general very much. (laughs) So what I decided to do is I went through all my systems since I'm a Doom fanatic, and I played at least the minimum of the first level of Doom for all my systems to compare and give everybody a synopsis on what type of experience they may be interested in when trying out Doom. So I went from the extreme of, obviously, I've played it on the computer I'm aware of, so I played it on the 3DO, I played it on the Atari Jaguar, I played it on the PlayStation, I played it on the Sega Saturn, I played it on the PS3, I played it on the Xbox 360, and even though they're all the same game, guess what? They all have significant differences. As crazy as that sounds. So, I'm going to start with probably the shittiest and go to the best (laughs) versions that are out there, at least with what I had accessible um, to test out for our little week of Doom here. Because Brutal Doom is wonderful, it's great, and I've played it, and I'm just going to be waiting with Jeff when they come out with version 20, you know what I mean? So, Goddamn right. I'm going to, um, the worst one, hands down, is the 3DO. (laughs) And, unfortunately, 
it has one great aspect that no other Doom has, like I was talking about earlier, is the music for it. It is just its own awesome soundtrack. It is, you know, um, iPod worthy, you know what I mean? You would rip this music and just rock out on an iPod. It is that good. So if you ever get a chance, just look up 3DO Doom music and you'll know what I mean when you try it out. It's a very awesome soundtrack. But the game itself is actually the slowest on the 3DO And it doesn't even go full screen on the 3DO. You can make it a little bit bigger. The only way you can actually get it full screen is um, you got to put in like this hack program mode that programmers used for the 3DO to get it to full screen. And it just runs like molasses. I mean, it's not even like 15 frames per second. (laughs) I mean, it's it's awful. So, um, yeah, other than that, that's all I got to say about 3DO Doom. Uh, don't try it at all. Just listen to the soundtrack on YouTube or something and call it a day. Now, the next upgrade I'd probably have to say is normal Doom, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Normal Doom for that one. But the, the Super Nintendo version is, is, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting bag. One, I'm impressed you can run Doom on Super Nintendo, but it's not exactly fun at all. It's kind of a novelty. So I would just recommend playing like a first couple levels and then, yeah, you're going to be over it really quick because it's, I mean, it's Doom on Super Nintendo. The, the sprites, the blockiness of the graphics, the movements kind of labored in the game, but the music is actually pretty good on the Super Nintendo. It's actually better than the Sega 32X, which would be the next one bumping up the, the rail, in my opinion. The actually Kevin before you get up onto the next one um, yeah look look up and research since you're the tech guru of the group um overclocked doom overclocked Super Nintendo doom. It, it actually plays at a normal speed if you overclock the super FX chip really and there's guys there's guys that'll make you like you could send them your doom cart and they'll overclock it for you and send it back to you and then it actually is somewhat playable really got that's super cool Nintendo controller but yeah, like I actually saw it, and I'm like, they they show it side by side, and it's like it's night and day, like for at least for the frame rate. Awesome, it's thanks for that tip. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's for all super graphics or super FX games, though. You gotta keep that in mind. So like Star Fox, Star Fox Two, stuff like that too. You can overclock the the chip, I guess. It'd be much more playable, I'm sure, because uh, here's the irony of it all: the Super Nintendo has way more levels than the 32X one. 32X one has got a little bit of about the same size screen, but it runs a lot smoother. But the music is way crappier than the Super Nintendo. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do you what do you want to deal with? Less levels, but it runs smoother, or do you want more levels and it run crappy? But that overclock does give you a better option. So that might actually help it supersede the 32X version, in my opinion. So I'll have to try that. Yeah, and I actually want to throw in too. Um, I beat. The SNES one completely through. Really? Mm-hmm. Is, I, I never saw so much red in my life. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> and, real. And my eyes yeah. were fucking shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I beat it at Dobbin's house, actually. Um, They were all at, I don't know, in the swimming pool or whatever, and I just was like, I, I'm going to beat this. Um, yeah, that's awesome. We were just hanging out as kids. But, yeah, I just sat down there for like two hours, three hours, beat the whole thing. But, god damn, dude, it's so hard on the eyes. Yeah, it, it is It is just rough on the Super Nintendo. It's just a cool thing to have and to try as a novelty, but I wouldn't recommend sitting there through it. Now, oh, yeah, I, I, I got it in the fucking box complete, like, got to, but 
I'll never play it. Now, Why? Because you can play the best version. Yeah, that's right. Don't, but I always like just compare and see them. It's a kind of a comparison thing I did. So um, it's, it's great. I actually think it's really interesting because it's amazing how many details the SNES one doesn't have. Like, people wouldn't even understand. Like, when you really look at the level and all those small little sprites and, like, little computer screens that are, like, on the walls, those, like, minute details, all that stuff's gone. The PC version is just, like, the king of all. Oh, definitely. You can't touch that one 10-foot pole. And that was before Brutal Doom. Oh, yeah. Uh, way yeah. before. Way before. I mean, I mean really, though, the, the way that you would know is because you're so ingrained into the PC one, like, you can easily see a little detail, let alone the insanity that is the Super Nintendo changes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, you definitely, especially like Kyle, who's like, knows the original Doom, he could probably play it blindfolded. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he knows when something's fucking out of place, and like, texture maps and everything. It's, it's so much different on the Super NES. I mean, I, I think I played it and just didn't like it. <laughs> like, on the Super Nintendo or something, like... Yeah, it's pretty rough sure. on the Super Nintendo. Kyle must have been really hell-bent to beat it on there. Because I tried back in the day, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going back on the computer. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of when you start unlocking all the secrets, and you're like, screw it, I'm just going to do all this. <laughs> you know? But uh, the but, the next version that I'd say bumped up was kind of, I actually, the first Game Boy I actually bought was a Game Boy Advance in college, because I had too long of breaks, and uh, Doom came out for it. And that was crazy because, uh, I mean, it's like one of the first portable Dooms of its time was on the Game Boy Advance that was available to me. And uh, it worked out pretty well because the Game Boy Advance was the more ergonomic one, so you could use the left and right buttons on top nice and comfortably. So it worked out really well. That one was kind of funny because uh, I put it in my uh, Game Boy player and my my GameCube so I could play it on the big screen. And, um, boy, that looks pretty rough when you blow it up on the big screen. It almost looks like the Super Nintendo one. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, like, when you have, like, 3D pseudo games on the Game Boy Advance... Yeah. They definitely don't blow up well, but, like, a game that's, like, a 2D platformer... Those or, like, an fine. artistic game... Yeah. They look great. That's So it point. really is the artistic style. It's... And And this is a port of the Super Nintendo one, by the way, overclocked. Oh, is it? Yeah. The uh, Game Boy Advance was basically a Super Nintendo on crack. Really? Wow. It, I did notice it did have a little bit more detail than Super Nintendo one, so they probably like added some other sprites and stuff. And then, and a key thing that they changed was the blood is green on the Game Boy. What? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. On the Game <laughs> Boy like, version, all the blood is in green. Like, I guess that's more acceptable. Acid children. Yeah. It's not, yeah it's because like the on gray, the Super Nintendo, it's, like, it's red, right? Yeah, but it's like the combat mother's killing it all, man. Exactly, it's the gray blood in SNES MK. Yeah, it was is just crazy. So that that was the big thing that stood out to me. And uh, another little tidbit about the Game Boy one, since I'll talk about, I'll throw in Doom Two really quick. There, there's a level in Doom Two that one that's really large. They split the level into two levels because the Game Boy couldn't handle (laughs) it all as one. So it's like level four. I think it's like seventeen. Like an uh, industrial zone or something, I want to oh, say. Oh, yeah. The, and it's, the city the city level. Yeah, and it's like 17A and 17B, you know what I mean? It's kind of funny nice. how they split that up so then it'd work on the Game Boy. But now I'd say the Game Boy version is the next the next going up the ring of rung. 
And um, after the Game Boy, I'd start noticing it was the Sega Saturn. Boy, the Sega Saturn version is a punishing version to play. I don't know if you guys have ever played Doom on it, but no. it the problem is it, it looks fine and it looks really cool. But guess what? It was poorly ported by, I think it was Rage. And um, from what I research and understand, they had a very time constraint way to port it. Like they had to port it ASAP, so they didn't really refine it. And the frame rate is significantly lower than the PlayStation version. So it's the same thing as a PlayStation with a few like um, menu polishing things. And it, it runs terribly. And it, I don't even think it supports uh, the serial link. Only the Japanese version does, if you even care to, because it runs like crap anyway. So, I would not recommend playing on the Sega Saturn either. I'd almost play it on the Super mm. Nintendo over the Sega Saturn. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's, it's oh that God. bad Did at that point. Did it even support the circle Fuck. pad thing for the analog? Um, I didn't test that one because I just had a regular Saturn one, and even if it did, it wouldn't make a difference just because it's so choppy. I mean, the frame so rate is awful. It's so slow, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, the Saturn, like, needed to be overclocked, you'd think, but it's just the way the game is The whole ported. Saturn. <laughs> yeah. But, um. Now, now, did, now, now that game didn't support, like, the four eight megabyte cartridge to up the no it, it doesn't utilize none of that stuff because they didn't it, it, it's just i'm sure the saturn has more than enough horsepower to do it well it's just the software and oh, yeah. the way they ported it was not we'll say optimized is the best way i think to put that it so i would not recommend in the least now, um, the Saturn and the PlayStation are the same other than the Saturn is terrible and the PlayStation 1 is, is a masterpiece compared to it. And the big difference is there is the music's gone, but it's that ambient um, sound and stuff. Mm. And it's got colored lighting, which I think is really cool for old doom i mean you'd be like that's interesting you're like in the the swamp area where it's like the green um poisonous whatever you want to call that and then yeah, like sludge. the whole room's glowing green so it's kind of cool for, as a oh, change okay. of pace you know what i mean green you'll see like a lighting yeah all the color lighting will match like the rooms and it kind of gives it a different feel because you're like going in a room and it's got like lava and then all the walls are red so it's got a whole nother kind of an impact when you're used to just seeing you know gray walls everywhere it'd be like red kind of gleaming walls which is really nice yeah it's like disco doom yeah style, exactly you know? exactly <laughs> um now the i don't understand why people praise the atari jaguar version i tried that one out next to it which is the same as the playstation oh, it's not good it's well here's, yeah. here's the thing <laughs> no exactly i have it cib man so <laughs> i have the cartridge too and it's shit yeah well i, I have it complete with a controller overlay yeah. carpet. it's just because we're all such doom maniacs that's the it. problem with that one is guess what the frame rate is perfectly fine one it doesn't have music so that's garbage and two, yeah, no music at all. Yeah, it has no music because they it's so they, empty. And yeah, sad. the processors couldn't handle music and that, and the thing was sixty-four bit. I digress with that situation. But here's the real killer. I was like, okay, this looks good. The music is missing. That's terrible. And guess what? After playing the first level, my thumb was done because that Atari Jaguar controller is a piece of garbage. I hate that controller. It's so <laughs> weirdly shaped. It, yeah, it's like holding, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like holding a big turd, I don't know. But <laughs> The thing is, though, um, so actually, though, like, Kyle might not mind it if he's going to play, like, Frontline Assembly behind it. <laughs> yeah, it all, it all depends, but it's... I actually beat, I also beat the first PlayStation 
Um, that whole Doom too for PlayStation. Oh, that I one's that a pleasure. One. To it's, it's, called, it's called. That one is it's called that old Doom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one's got awesome LA. music. The ambience is like, I I I have it even for MP3. It's real creepy. Oh, it it is awesome. Um, it's a nice different flavor of Doom because people are like, um, I mean, just like Brutal Doom, we love Doom. We want to play it, but we don't want to play the original. We played a million times. Sometimes we just want a different flavor. So this is good for the listeners. Hey. Try out maybe the PlayStation one. I'd recommend that one. It's a whole. The, it's a different only flavor. One. Yeah, that's um, the only one I'd recommend. Um, sixty four is a whole different game. Yeah, so. sixty four is too yep. different. I didn't even add that to my test list because yeah. it was too different. My goal was it had to be you know similar to the originals. And uh, yeah, now you get to the point. Uh, it's really interesting. I then popped in for original Xbox. You know how you could play Doom through. Um, it was an add-on for like the Doom Three. They gave you a Doom One and Doom Two special edition. I yeah, had, the yeah. special edition. I popped in that one. Well, um, that one's great for. We'll say you can have like the Red Crosses are still in the meta packs. You still have Nazis in the end levels and stuff. Mm. But if you go to the PS3 version that you download, the Doom Collection, mm. all that stuff's gone. Nada. All anything gone. controversial. Yeah, anything controversial is ripped out, and it just doesn't even look like Doom on the special levels because they replaced the Nazis with zombies. They removed all the graphics, and it's just gray walls, and it's like a boring, horrible-looking level. I think What they about, even... like, the, the pentagrams and, like... Um, no, they kept that stuff. I was, it was only the, the like, Nazi-related things and the bonus levels for that one got stripped out in Doom 2 on so that weird. one. And, uh, okay. of course, they made it that little pill symbol instead of the Red Cross. Because, you know, the Red Cross had to be a pain in the ass about it. I don't know what happened with it, that, really. Yeah, that was the other thing. Doom was the first game I ever saw, like, a pentagram. Like, a true, like, inverted pentagram. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is, like, fucking dangerous shit. Like, compared <laughs> to anything else that had come across. You had Wolfenstein, which had the swastikas everywhere. And then you had Doom, and that's the same company, id Software, so... Yeah, and I remember the the upside-down wow. cross on that one level catching my eye. That was crazy. That second, second episode, episode, map one. Yep. That is just mad madness. Well, yeah, that's right. It's in, ma- it's in map one, and I was thinking of the other one. It's uh, later than that, but it's in the second episode. Yeah, you actually lose... Well, the, in second episode, map one... Um, you can you lose health to sit You lose it. 10 health, yeah, if you go through it and sit there. Yeah, you just <laughs> sit there, which is pretty cool, too, that they added that on there. <laughs> but, um, no, the PS3 is... But here's the, here's the screwed-up part, and I think they did this for a reason. Uh, you can get it for Xbox 360. That's my, I'd say, best modern version for gamers out there to just get it. It's unfortunate you can't get it on Xbox One that I know of. Because that one is the most accurate. The only thing that's changed that I can tell that was obvious was the little symbol on the Red Cross Metapacks, but everything else is intact. So since the PS3 version came out after 360, that one got really stripped out. But in the same token, that one offered uh, Final Doom with it, but you can't play Final Doom on your 360. So you got to like buy both if you want everything on a modern platform. You know what I mean? That isn't a PC. Yeah. So it's kind of jacked how they did that. Mine but uh, just PC it then. Yeah. I, 
I mean, that yeah. is the best route, but I, you don't know if people in this day and age even have a PC for their gaming or don't want to bother with it. A lot of people, even I know, they're like, oh, can I play on that console? Because they're just lazy or whatever. And if I say PC, they're like, ah, it sounds like too much work. Nobody wants to deal with it anymore. <laughs> That's so. why in, in, in uh, I think it was the third episode, the most underrated consoles. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. one of my votes, the PC, because like, no, yeah. no one gives it a chance. Yeah, it's it's just it's just madness. Yeah, but it's so much Poor good dog. shit on it. Like, oh yeah, no, you those gotta, are like the best ports. It, it's it's crazy. Or, or they're not even ports. Everything else is a port. No, no, it's probably written for the PC, <laughs> and yeah, everything else is a port. Exactly like you said. But no, yeah, and it just shows that no one's willing to go through like installation and just all that hubbub shit. Yeah, having to yep. listen to a CD spin or something in their drive. <laughs> Compatibility right? issues. Yeah. yeah. And then some people are hell-bent. They don't want to use the keyboard and mouse, so they'll get, like, a 360 controller and plug it in with the USB, and then they got to map the buttons, and they're like, I just want to fire it up and play, you know? And I can kind of understand that, because uh, in the 90s, I was, I was pro-PC, and I was kind of, you know, against consoles, but I, I converted over because I just got so used to good ports on like the 360 and i'm like you know what this controller is comfortable <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't need the keyboard and mouse yep. as much as i thought i did back in the day but i'm yeah. sure purists out there are like no you only use keyboard and mouse so it's it's whatever your flavor is if you're more casual the console is an excellent solution but if you're a purist then yeah. obviously you're crazy enough to have a pc and keep it up to date with all that crap i'm sure so yeah just do whatever the fuck you, you know, want that's right one, say, one thing know. i was thinking about um with doom 64 I know mm-hmm. somebody ported it to the PC. Yeah, it's called Absolution. Uh, as a what? Yeah, so um, is that Vanilla Doom, though? No, it's a, it's its own thing by itself. The last time I used it, because I actually got it on my computer, you install uh, it like a separate game. It's not like through Because I was going to say, man, if it was like a Vanilla Doom, like, yeah. WAD or whatever, yeah. I could I could apply Brutal Doom to it, and then we could play Brutal Doom fucking 64. <laughs> as far as I know, it's, it's, it's its own entity. You can't, like, add it to anything. It's like a whole separate program just to run it. But the guy did correct, yeah. which I'm happy about, is the brightness in the game. So I'd recommend I was going to say it. that. It's fucking so dark. It's like redonkulous. No, he fixed it in there like the gamma correction, so everything looks great. But yeah. I'm hoping that somebody else made the level so I can play it in Vanilla Doom with Brutal Doom because that's that's what I want to do. Because after I yeah, beat fucking be... Doom One and Doom Two, it's it's the Doom sixty four before I do Final Doom. <laughs> now the big the big beautiful kicker of all of it is I lean towards. Um, the 360 is the best for the visuals and everything, and to actually do the four-player split screen, because a lot of games nowadays are not honoring split screen anymore, which kind of sucks. No. And um, you can still do it on the 360 version to have up the four Doom players for co-op or deathmatch, and it'd be like a golden eye setup from the N64 days, which is pretty slick, so that's always a good feature you to know, keep you in know, mind. You um... know, one thing I was looking up because I was actually chatting with um our buddy John over the weekend because he's a huge Doom head too. Yeah. Um, and I was chatting with him. His computer's fucking fragged, but we can play Brutal Doom two player co op through the fucking game. Oh yeah. <laughs> like we need to figure that shit out and do like three player fucking co op going through Brutal Doom like all three of us. Oh like, yeah, we can. Mode. We can have that, that hooked up, either. and I can even click record on my end. Well, that's where Skull Tag. I used to play with Skull Tag. Yeah. It's like a server, so Zandronum. It's, a, no. it's yeah, and now it's Zandronum, and it, like it's an existing server, so 
on that server, there's like a level, and it's just like Doom One co-op. No one's playing, so we just enter that certain game that's on that server. Yep. And then we're all just in it, but other people can come in too, which is funny. Like then we can like waste them or like fuck <laughs> with them or, you know, and yeah. you can talk. But that's how me and John would do it because I was showing John, but I think he got like, I don't know, he got on some other trip. But <laughs> yeah, I, I would he love. Said, he said his computer's broken right now or something. That's probably what it was. It's not even that hard, man. We just have to be like, all right, let's go to this server. And hit this certain level, and then we we got we got to do it with brutal though. <laughs> That'd be the awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. definitely could, you know, really easily too. Like it's real fucking easy. Uh, That's what's great now. It's all so simple. Back in the day, it used to be so hard. Like ugh, you'd be dialing up a modem, waiting for it to connect. <laughs> well, my thing is, you'd see like D Zone Gold. You yep. look on the back of the D Zone box, and there's like new weapons and new graphics, and then you you're like cool, and then you buy it, and you get home, and you're like, it, none of it works. Nope. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just kind of that whole like PC style. Like what's wrong? Like you have to be like a fucking mastermind to get some of that shit. Oh uh, yeah, like, back in the day was a pain in the ass. Yes. Yeah, so you had, it, and then you get like the D hacked, which was this program that you needed to run anything that added something new like a patch. Yeah. And and then I just getting dehacked to work and DOS I'd run it and it like would crash and it was like why and yeah. everything led to some other project and it's just like you'd spend a whole weekend hand. and you wouldn't play a damn game. <laughs> yeah, you know, all cuz you saw these new weapons that, that you could get. And that's what's kind of cool about Brutal Doom because it actually fucking works. Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just beyond all of our like. Well, I'm sure those guys experienced those old days, and they're like, you know what, we ain't gonna do that bullshit no more. So they made it right. <laughs> right. But for a quick synopsis on my whole thing, here's the bottom line: if you want something that's on a console and as as close to the PC as possible, stick with the Xbox 360 version if you can get it. And if you want something that's really cool and a little bit different then you'd stick with the PlayStation 1. So those are the bottom line, two that I'd recommend out of playing out of all those that I experienced. I mean, there's still more platforms that had Doom, but either I didn't have access or time, but those were the main ones I tried out, and that's my two cents on it, just for shits and kicks for me to try out something different to talk about for Doom. From a fellow Doom master. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I actually wanted to talk about Final Doom briefly. Oh, go ahead. Um, now, do you recall kevin when it came out oh yeah I, I was like i got it the day it came out and uh to tell you the truth i didn't realize because i didn't follow it i, I just knew it was coming out i was like reading magazines i didn't uh -huh. like keep up on bulletin board systems or anything online at the time and uh when i got it i was like oh the graphics are the same because quake came out mm -hmm. so i thought it was going to be like doom with quake <laughs> graphics and i'm yes. like oh it's it's still just doom which is cool and yes. all but i mean we were we were during that time period that hey these graphics have been around since 93 and didn't brutal i mean final doom come out in like 96 or 97 <laughs> Yeah, and um, that's what I was talking about, that IQ where you can read things as they really are. Yeah. The moment I turned that on, I was like, this is just two Doom 2 hacks. Yep, yep, that's exactly yep. it. I saw that, and I'm like, what is this? It's just two new wads for Doom 2. I could download this shit. Why are they selling it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Memento Mori 1 and 2, I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, they're like two 32 map episodes, but... 
Um, it, they don't add, like, creatures or weapons. And that's what really disappointed me. I mean, yeah. in Doom 2, I was elated, and all they added was a double-barrel shotgun. I mean, it didn't take much to make us happy. They but just they had added, add, like, like, six or seven guys, though. Yeah, exactly. They all they needed to do was something. add... It could have stayed the same if they added more monsters and maybe another added gun or maybe a second, you know, a second option to each gun, possibly. Like, maybe you could take the butt of the shotgun and hit him in the face or something. That would have been great. But yeah, I think Doom Two could have had more in the weapons, like increased department. I guess you could say. Yeah. But but the uh, they really delivered in all the bad guys. That yeah, you, they did. Because yeah. Doom One is almost a cakewalk because it's like when you play Doom Two and then you go back to Doom One, it's like there's no pain elementals who spit Ugh. out lost souls. Yeah. They like create lost souls. So if you leave yeah. a pain elemental in a room. It it will like create like twenty lost souls. Yeah, I think it caps out at twenty. It won't crap any more out. And the the only thing is like lost souls are the only enemies that can kill each other because all the other enemies can't kill each other. I don't know if you you guys knew that. It's just from making levels. Yeah. Um. So lost souls are the only ones that can inflict damage on their own species. Um, oh yeah, so, they fight each other. So that's usually where they'll kill each other off anyway. Which, that's why they did that, so the game didn't, like, glitch into insanity. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, you don't <laughs> There's, need... like, 300... In, in, in Brutal Doom, in Brutal Doom, they can kill each other, though. So I Lost, watched them do it. Lost Souls can, always. That's no, I'm well, just in saying, Brutal Doom, like, everything in, can kill, it, kill each other, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I would watch it. It's hilarious. Like, I'd set, them, set shit in motion and just watch them destroy each other. <laughs> it's just madness, watch on. It. Brutal Doom, goodness. Yeah, they they, they up yeah. the ante like so much. Well, th- and that's the thing. Like the stuff they could have added to Final Doom is what they added to Brutal Doom. Like they keep on adding shit. Like that's what they could have added to Final Doom. Yeah, yeah any what of, any of that? One of those things from Brutal Doom. And they did add. Okay, on so there was two, basically two little hacks. There was TNT Evolution, uh, Plutonia, yeah. and then there was Plutonia, the Plutonia experiment. Yeah, that was actually made yeah. by Id. The TNT was just a bunch of amateurs on the online. And the thing is, the TNT one has new textures. Yeah, and it has new music. That- now Plut- Plutonia has no new textures and no new music. It actually uses the music from the first Doom, which is my personal favorite music. But, um. So Plutonia is like super fucking hard though. It's like expert doom. Yeah. Like for the first level it has like every enemy in it. It's got like I think it's even got like a cyber demon uh, or a if you put it on a, if you put both. it on a high enough difficulty level. Ultra violence. Yeah. Which basically whenever I'm talking about doom it's always ultra violence. Well, same for me. I'm just saying for people in general keep that in mind. But that's a that's a good thing to bring up because yeah, it's like that's from what we're looking at. <laughs> but Plutonia is it's fucking sane. Oh, TNT is more like on a moderate level. Yeah. Um, I actually prefer TNT because it's more like Doom 2. Yeah, it's kind of. Plutonia is like you open a door and there's like eight revenants come at you. Yeah. I like, like t- we're like two revenants is like a lot. Like, it ups the ante like so much. The best way to put it is TNT you can play single player and enjoy. Plutonia, you better have a co-op, buddy. It's... <laughs> Or a lot of saves. <laughs> yeah, or a lot of saves. In Plutonia, there's a level called Hunted. It's all arch vials. Yeah, I was never a oh, fan God. of that one. Holy going shit. Through this damn rat's maze with arch vials everywhere. And uh, 
flows through don't know the arch vial can kill you in like one or two hits he, he does like a fire <laughs> column yeah and he also resurrects now he can't resurrect arch vials luckily species thing i don't know how the brutal doom i don't know if i've even come across that it's very oh. rare to see two at a time unless you're making your own levels or fucking around yeah but uh he can resurrect every other guy you can't resurrect a cyber demon and you can't resurrect a spider mastermind yeah. they're just too big to like luckily the cyber demon is just like hooves when it's killed, so you can't like bring that back up. But what the the archfile does, it goes over the bad guy and like resurrects him. It goes over the body and like brings him back to the live state, like the live sprite, like in a reverse form. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like does a death animation in reverse, and it goes and it brings <laughs> it back. Yeah, and it like <laughs> brings him back, and it gives that like the splash sound. Yeah, yeah, the gory splash sound, the splatter. The matter of splatter. Um, so that's what makes matter the matter arch- of splatter. Yes, it's always a matter of splatter with Doom. That's that's what makes the arch vial so cool, though. Yeah. And he's fast, and he's he's like pretty tough, actually. Um, that's probably my favorite bad guy. What's your favorite bad guy? Um, for bad guys, I was always a fan of the Barons of Hell. Were pretty badass. Hell yeah, dump I mean- truck. Yeah, it's basically the Bruiser <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> yeah, first episode. Yeah, um, I always hated the Revenant. I think everybody hates him, that <laughs> bastard. He's like Rocky, like punching. Yeah, <laughs> just the noises he made and everything. Like whenever I see a Revenant in Doom, I don't care what's going on. He's dying first because I just can't stand him. Like the I put all my firepower are... on him, and it could be any crazy situation. He's like, "Where's that guy going? Oh, I saw a Revenant. I'll be back." No, they're they're the worst, yeah. and their punches beat the shit out of you, and their oh, rockets yeah. are homing. I've actually tested it. If the rocket gets to chasing you, you can run around in a circle forever, and it'll always follow you. Oh, that's madness, but no, the, the Baron yeah. of Hell, he's pretty badass. Like, when you say Doom, I think of, like, Barons of Hell. Yeah, the demon, like, the classic demon. Yeah, and the classic demon, yeah, he's probably right up there, right next to it, them two. I used to call those like a, I don't know, Pinky or Poochie or something, because oh, yeah. it's like a dog coming at you. That guy's pretty badass. Yeah, he, yeah, he's awesome, especially in Brutal Doom, because he can eat the other monsters. I don't know if Je- if you got to see that, Jeff. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. When, when he no, starts eating other that. monsters. <laughs> yeah, they eat fucking other monsters, which is great. Yeah, but, no. Um, so, uh, what's yours, Kyle? Oh, mine's the Archvile. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I meant Jeff. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Same aside difference. from the Barons of Hell, Barons of Hell are fucking cool, but um, I actually like just the fucking standard brown fucking demon, just imp based guy. on... Oh, the imp. Yeah, little imp child. Imps just are great. Be- just because, like, and I'm talking about the brown demon, like, you can just, like, destroy them in Brutal Doom. <laughs> like rip off their leg or their arm or like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you you take them and flip them up in the air and break their back like Bane did with Batman. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, little turds, guys. The motherfuck- <laughs> yeah, like like just the fact that there's such little fucking faggots that you can destroy. Um, I enjoy that <laughs> portion, but um, but actually a lot of the guys from like Doom Two like. The Archviles and those kind of guys that I haven't even gotten to since, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. And those guys are actually way fucking cooler, and it's going to be cool seeing them again in the Brutal Doom aspects, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. 
Because the arachnotrons yeah, I mean, are like little offspring of the spider mastermind. Little, little mini, mini spider masterminds, yep. I which remember is like those a, motherfuckers. Which is like a nod, almost a Krang from... Yeah, own. that's a good reminder, Krang. I always killed them yeah. fast, too, because I couldn't stand the sound effect that they make that loud noise of walking around. Yeah. Those plasma, the plasma shots, like, whoop your ass. Oh, and I, in, um, Brutal Doom, the mastermind is like a super chain gun. Ugh. Oh yeah, which it should because that was my, I, I wanted to get to this. The mastermind was a a letdown because spy, the cyber demon was such a badass. Yeah, and especially like the like how he they introduced him like we talked about earlier like how they introduced the fucking cyber demon was like amazing. Splattered barrels. Yeah, yeah, and I just remember like the spider mastermind when I was a kid. Like it was just like you kill him like pretty damn fucking quickly because he's so underpowered. Yeah, I mean, one hit from the Cyber Demon's rocket, that's like near 100 health done. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, whereas Spider Mastermind just has that Gatling gun and you can just kind of like run around her. Yep. <laughs> Very underpowered. Yeah, so that was always like, wow. Um, so that's where... It... Brutal Doom fixes it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which... Again, it's it's almost the same deal as all like the weapons. It, it even makes you know having the fist awesome because you can do the fatalities now. Like uh, the one big aspect that I loved about Doom that nobody really ever went with because they looked like it it needed to happen was I know people want to jump all the time, but it was pretty cool to have to deal with not being able to jump. So you had to have a different level design to kind of think about it because everything after Doom you could pretty much jump. I'm trying to think of. Well, maybe yeah, you can, not yeah. a heretic. You couldn't, or Hexen. No, could you Hex, jump? Hexen was the very. You had to use the question mark. That's right. At key and Hexen was the first game that I know of they to implement jump. the actual jump function. Um, but you you can jump now in Brutal Doom, but I don't think it's significant enough to like change anything. Well, it, in some right? levels they like mock you. They'll put the key like right in front of you. Because it's like on it's on a pillar and you're not supposed to be able to jump, so you can you can ruin your experience of some levels. I remember just jumping and grabbing. Yeah, a key you, you actually. Um, I was able to like duck and jump and get into some nooks and crannies too. Like get into like little platforms or yep. stuff that I don't think you're supposed to get to. Like I was able to do that with the the little mini jump. Yep. It's always I fun mean, as I hell though. Like I, I and love, I, I mapped I it to a shit. button on the controller, so it was easy. Like. It's always fun doing that kind of like secret stuff, though, you know. Yeah, and and again, though, like it goes back to we we like to be able to do things that we're not supposed to be able to do. It's it, it's fun as shit to be able to do that. Vice City. So I'm glad shit, they yeah. put it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm glad they put it in there. Fuck, it makes it more fun, man. Uh huh. Just feel like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, I just got away yeah. with that. This is great. <laughs> Game Genie. <laughs> Without see, you know, Game What's, Genie, what's yes. awesome about us uh, playing this game, though, is that, like, I mean, once I got my new PC, I started playing Brutal Doom anyways, but, like, now I'm getting, like, another, a new fangled nostalgia for Doom again. And it's awesome. It's just, like, when Doom version 20 comes out, it's going to be a fucking mastery. Yeah. I'm fiending awesome. for that, man. Brutal Doom. Yes. Can't That's what enough. I'm saying. So it's just, like, it's great, though. It's, like, I, I like the uh, the new age nostalgia that we're building based on just playing it so we can bullshit about it. It's fucking awesome. It's great fucking days, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's just... Uh, the thing with Final Doom 2 was like... I, I recall the gimmick was like Windows 95 was out. Yeah. 
Yep. So um, it was Windows 95. I, I remember Bill Bill Gates. I was just reading about this. Bill Gates wanted to market Windows 95 as more of like a gaming machine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a story you can even look it up. Like he he was even in um, talks where he was going to buy id software and uh there's even an advertisement with bill gates is like superimposed into doom yep and uh so he was totally the behind bill the Clinton mod the bill gates mod <laughs> there we go right like the nba jam deal <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah and he was so um integral in the whole doom 95 deal and i i recall that cuz i had gotten my newer computer, because my ma had a Packard Bell. Nice. Real old one, and I, I used to run Doom off of a boot disk. She had four megs of RAM, and when I got 16 megs of RAM, I thought I was hot shit. You still are, Kyle. <laughs> I, could yeah. play Duke, I could play Duke 3D, I could play Hexen. It's like, oh my god. Because I, I tried it on, on the other ones, trust me, I tried it, and it's... <laughs> no way, mm-hmm. Jose. So... Um, it was like me trying to play all your games and like no. <laughs> yeah, it just it wouldn't go and it just frees up and it was un- mm-hmm. unplayable. So that was a huge moment for me and I always recall with Final Doom and Windows 95 that like that was really the only gimmick that Final Doom had going for it. Um as Kevin said, it was released way beyond like when it should have been it's almost reminding me of like the like a last resort like a death cry no um and it was well yeah think of the games that are coming out at the time you're playing duke nukem 3d already you're jumping you're got a jet pack you got all these crazy things going on and they're like here's here's two new doom wads and we're gonna charge you full price for it okay yeah that's cool uh, (laughs) yeah and i mean really um what proved it to me that it was rushed proof that it was rushed to market is the fact that they forgot the yellow key card in Pharaoh. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. thirty one. That and that was done by the was Pharaoh the TNT, right? Yeah, but either one of them should have been play tested. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're telling me no one played that level? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> that's fucking ludicrous. Well, the glitch was that it was because the key was highlighted as a multiplayer key or something. I mean, if you were playtesting it and you got to that level and you couldn't beat it, that would be a red flag. So no one did that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the scary part. So basically, it was rushed as fuck, you can tell. They were just like, let's just do one more like last last gasp. Like a a death a death cry type thing a swan song but um yeah what very what, weird very it, fucking weird it was cool but it was such a letdown because it quake was out and in my mind yeah it was it was going to be like just huge it was basically kind of like a doom 3 and then it's released and there's like nothing different except the maps which in retrospect works because you can play those with brutal doom yeah. So it's better that it was that way, but at the time, I will say, and John too, like it's two Doomheads growing up, it was a letdown to both of Definitely. them. Definitely, it's disappointing when you got so many other things going on. Yeah, I mean yeah. with Duke Duke 3D, I mean you got they got mirrors you can shoot, you know, the shrink things off of. Yep. They got 
toilets, you can take a piss and you can go in ventilation shafts. Like, <laughs> never got to see the Doom guy piss. You can, <laughs> Not even in Doom <laughs> Three, you wouldn't uh, piss. <laughs> and you, your your guy can talk, and at that point, you definitely oh, you yep. definitely realize, yeah, that's one Doom Space Marine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, that's crazy, the whole thing. Man. I guess I wanted to throw in about Final Doom that it's it was great, but man, we it was just like well, here's oh, the whole problem: man. you go Doom, which is a masterpiece. How the hell are you going to make any better? Doom Two pulls it off by adding all these awesome monsters and these creative levels. So you're yeah. expecting that build again with Final Doom to be like yeah. Doom Two and to add, and it didn't add nothing. Yeah. So it's just it, like okay, well. Thanks. If I want to be disappointed like this, I'll watch Rocky Five. <laughs> and the the hype exactly. was pretty decent too. Tommy Gunn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing about Quake too, I remember John Romero talking about Quake in a magazine article, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be way different. It was supposed to be like almost like an um, what is that game called? Out of this world. Was like more like realistic. He said, like, Quake was yeah. originally supposed to be, like, you could pile bodies up and then you could, like, climb them and, like, go over a wall. Oh. That like, would... that kind of a game. Yeah. But then it ended up being almost like a um, a newer version, a techier version of Doom, you know, where you were in the space huh. stations and stuff. It still had that, like, sci-fi horror aspect. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. Quake's fucking awesome, too. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's definitely. a good one. Did you ever beat that one, Jeff? Um, I only really played, I think it was either, I think it was Quake 3 Arena on the Dreamcast. Okay. And that's I nothing think, like Quake 1. I, I remember. It's fun no, it's play, not. Yeah. And I think it might have been on the PC, I might have played Quake 2, and it was over at Eric's house, at my buddy Keenan's house. Yep, he definitely had Quake 2. He loves Quake 2. Yeah, Quake 2 is yeah, all right. I actually like Quake 1 two. better. Quake 2 is the only one I didn't master um, of the three. Yeah, I, I never really had an experience with Quake 1. Um, I mean, yeah, Quake 1's pretty slick. Is compatible with Quake 1? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> not, that not that I'm aware of, but Quake 1 has such a big fan base. I think there's, uh, there's add-ons yeah. to enhance it for you somewhere, but it ain't called Brutal Quake. It's... <laughs> It's also no, cool because, no. um, yeah, like Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails did the soundtrack. Yeah, it's good. Yes, and the guns yes, were really did. cool in Quake. As, uh, oh yeah, it had the uh, grenade launcher. Gun. Yep. The 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 nail gun. Oh, the nail gun. Yeah, and then the super amazing. nail gun. The Nine Inch Nails gun. <laughs> Remember that shit? Yes, right. Nine um, Inch then, Nails gun. And then the next game to use that engine was Hexen Two. Yeah. Yep. Hexen 2 is really cool. Hexen 2 is a crazy game. I fucking love that game. Um, I I remember getting like the very last hub, and then I just my computer crashed or something, and I lost all the saves. But (laughs) that game is fucking amazing. It's so medieval. Now, since uh, Jeff mentioned that overclocking for Doom, which I think is awesome, what do you guys think your opinion on that? Like, say you take a game like Star Fox or any of those um, FX games, like Jeff said, do you feel that Oh, I'm gonna play and beat the overclock version. Is that taken away from beating the way it originally was released, or it's like, oh, it's just the corrected version? You know what I mean? Depends on your nostalgia for a game. Because if somebody went and played the shit out of like a Star Fox, mastered it, and then they overclock it, it's gonna be a different experience because exactly. the timing is different, the speed is different. Now, when you got something that's 
virtually miserable like Doom is on the on the Super Nintendo. When you overclock <laughs> it, it makes it tolerable. tolerable. And and that would be the same thing with Star Fox and Star Fox Two. Is if you overclock it first, then you'll get the nostalgia with the overclocked version, and all will be right in the world. Yeah, it's the same thing with um. Try playing Stunt Race FX right now. You Oof. play it, and it's so fucking slow. But if you overclock it, it's like playing a normal racing game now. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah, I was I didn't even know anything about it, and it was like five years ago or so. I saw some guy doing those, and then he was selling mods and shit. Now, whether that guy's still doing it now or not, that's another thing. We're at seventy minutes, guy. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> there is the next one, dude. Holy hell! <laughs> Should we save it? Yeah, we better save it. Fuck and... yeah! Thank you for listening to VGBS. We appreciate everybody taking the time to get through this whole uh, arduous podcast. We love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to correspond with us, you can email us at bgbspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. It is 262264BGBS. You can leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text message. Um, whatever you want to do, correspond. Also, comment on us. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Leave a message on one of Kevin's videos on YouTube. We love hearing what people um, think about the podcast. All right, see you later. Woo. Take it easy, guys. Later. Later.